previously, after our heroes left the mansion of the defeated Tyrant Mason, they traveled back into town to rest and plot their next move. This time, no mercenaries were spotted in town and all seemed very quiet. They arrived at the Tribor Trough to discover a large amount of mercenaries enjoying themselves, as Zeke and Rhyme Cole uh, conversed at the bar. Uh, Rhyme described the mind fog that he felt he was under, right under Mason's, right as Mason's life ended, confirming that Mason had some sort of mind control over the city. Um, shortly after uh, a, a very long-deserved rest, um, our heroes went into the city and decided to do a little bit more business in town. Uh, during that time, a, a young golden retriever dog appeared, began to show an interest in Cuddy. It then began to follow them. Um, after giving the dog the slip, uh, the party on their way out of Tribor visited Clint at the former residence of Mason. Um, walking in, they observed Clint was discussing the defense of the city with a, what looked like a, a small council of people at the dining room table. Um, it looks like Clint had uh, assimilated himself very quickly into the leadership of the city and looked to be uh, guiding them in their future endeavors. Uh, he bid them farewell and to return to the city uh, whenever they wanted to um, for Clint to uh, have them over for dinner and not be Mason. So party left town, went north. Uh, so after a uh, trip through some uh, pine forests on both sides of the road, a very peaceful and quiet trip up north, uh, you soon discovered a, a large amount of uh, a group of pine trees off in the forest. A few of them were uh, knocked down, and also uh, there were runes um, on them, which uh, Thrym read off, and they seemed to be uh, telling someone else to spare the lives of people on the road. Uh, venturing even more north, where the, the elevation b began to um, ascend, uh, you guys... Uh, I didn't write this whole thing down. This is all off the cuff here. Uh, uh, you guys discovered a, a ridge off to your left that kind of uh, rose very steeply and more trees to your right. All of a sudden, uh, as the moon was kind of coming up, um, the a large boulder came crashing down upon Nixon Thrym. And right after that, this bellowing noise as a 22-foot-tall sto stone giant named Zog uh, jumped down and playfully fought with Thrym, uh, unfortunately swiftly knocking him out in the process. Um, feeling bad, uh, Zog brought Thrym and his pets back to his settlement to rest and recover. Uh, Zog brought them into Granite Hollow, a cave system with many stone giants living there. Zog brought them to his little corner of the complex cave system, and he entertained the party while kind of discussing uh, his history and asking questions of the party. Uh, meanwhile, the the dog has been trailing them, uh, rediscovering their, their scent and followed them uh, into the cave system as well. Uh, Zog mentioned that there is an elder who they should visit and that Thrym should get a blessing from her before moving on. Uh, shortly after, they went down the wing called the Elder Nook, and the group saw smaller stone giants in that side, um, about the size of Thrym. And these guys had robes on, and they had bookshelves, and it's very odd for stone giants of, of, of renown amongst the Underdark to have such fine furnishings. Um, you guys uh, knocked on the door of the, Elda, the, the one door in all of 
uh, Granite Hollow. You knocked on the door and were uh, asked in while Zog waited outside. Um, you saw a robed figure sitting in the middle of a very, like, a spirally carpet. Um, she asked for you to sit in front of her, and as you guys got a good look at her, um, she had all these piercings with chains attached. Um, and it looked at she was about the size of Thrym as well. And she asked everyone to sit down, and she got a good look at all of you. And she had said, And what is a stone giant from the Ironsides doing on the surface? After a little bit of an introduction with Thrym. And that is where we left off. And for your... I don't know if you guys wrote down, her name is Jesna. But everyone just calls her the Elder. So Jesna, just looking at you, Thrym, with, with this interesting, uh, curious look on her face, asking, what is a stone giant from the Ironsides doing on the surface? Well, we kind of pissed off some drow, so we had to run to the surface to get away from them. Didn't work that well, though. Are they still chasing you? Kind of. They're trying to find us. Ah. And the uh, this this tribe you belong to. They are they living peacefully down in the Underdark. I haven't seen my tribe in a long time. Oh, that's a that, that's a shame. Do they live in a in a in a corner, or do they do they live in some of the cities? There were more. We were more nomads. We kind of just wandered around to set up camp. Ah, that, yeah. that pretty much matches what we know about the Ironsides that lived up in the spine of the world. Because, like I said before, your uh, your size differs varied from the larger brutes that we have here, and that that expresses power from within. Were you ever were you ever taught from anyone of how to how to use this power, or did you just kind of come across this? I just watched the war mages that I was near and kind of just memorized what they did. Oh, study. Hmm. Guess you're a little bit more like us than uh, beats the eye. So where you were heading? Which direction were you headed in? We're just heading to the next town at the moment. Oh, are you going to Tribor or Longsaddle? Uh, Longsaddle. We just came from Tribor. Ah, we have dealings with them occasionally. They come up here looking for components, and we tend to sell them to them. And we occasionally we get a couple books or, you know magical things to entertain the ones in this wing. Fist fights and attacking monsters deep within the cave system really aren't uh, things that we tend to look forward to down here. I like both of those things. So 
Tell me, rather odd question. What was the name of your father? I'm not sure. I don't really know who my father is. There was a giant that kind of took me under his wing. His name was Bjorn. Bjorn. Oof, that's a strong name, isn't it? Tell me, does does he happen to... You, you look like a leader. Would he happen to have led the Ironsides, or... I'm always looking for connections. Yeah, he was more or less the guy that led us around. Interesting. And do you know, would, would it be possible for uh, one or more of us to potentially meet up with the Ironsides down in the Underdark? I have no idea. I have no idea where they are. That's a shame. We don't get a lot of other tribes in this area. We do, however, have access to a cave system underneath here that would lead into a portion of the Underdark. Uh, we don't normally go down there. The uh, area is a little bit uh, rougher for even our uh, strongest warriors. But if the possibility of allies were to be down there, we'd potentially like to look into that. Well, whatever you do, stay away from Menzo Berenza. Oh. Drow, drow that run that are very... Very tricky. Uh, people in Longsaddle have told me of them. They were concerned we were uh, in cahoots with that dastardly settlement. No, we uh, we want nothing to do with those that enslave others like that. They uh, tend to look, and you, you, the other, everyone else, you, uh, Nick, uh, Cuddy, and uh, Nick, you guys are hearing this, and it sounds strange coming from her because you're hearing her speak. In Yotun with Thrym. Um, but at the same time, it's almost like this reverb is coming back in common as well at the same exact time. Like, you guys know of, like, spells that will translate and stuff like that, but you've never heard something that almost worked in harmony with another language. So you, you guys are hearing this conversation as well, but she has just been looking at Thrym the whole time. And Jesna looks at both of you guys finally yeah it didn't escape me that you did have a drow with you now the big guys up there would call them pets as a little bit of a jest towards the smaller races but what are what are you doing with a stone giant I suppose the closest I could refer to us is brothers in arms. She cranes her head and looks at you, Cuddy. And you're fascinating. I can't even fathom what race you even are. Well, that's kind of impolite, don't you think? Well, I don't like to be presumptuous is all. Well, 
I wish I could tell you. But I don't I don't really know myself. We just know he's made of boners. And she just kinda like scrunches her nose up and like strain like not understanding what that word means. Anyway. Thrim. Yes? If you could have anything, what would it be? I'm not sure. Freedom, I guess. Freedom from what? Well, even though we did escape the drow at Benzo Berenza and they're still trying to find us. And just being free, not being chased to do what I want, it just be much better. Ah, I see. Tell me, were you enslaved? I was. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. The lesser races tend to take advantage of others' strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, I so was I separated assume... from my tribe at a very young age, <clears throat> young age and forced into service with the drow. I didn't even see anyone else from my tribe till I saw Jorm not that long ago, and then he went missing. Oh, what what do you mean missing? The drow that we are running from captured him, and took him through a portal of some sort. Oh, so you don't know where he is at all? No idea. She looks, like, hurt at that. Do you think he's still alive? Knowing him, he's still alive. I take it uh, Zog out there told you I could give you a blessing of sorts? Yes. It's more of a superstitious thing the larger some of us tend to believe in. But maybe I could help you. Maybe I can help with a ritual and be able to figure out maybe possibly scry upon Bjorn. Would you be willing to help with that? Yeah. Alright. She gets up. And you see as she does it, like, she's as, like, tall and as, like, from what you could tell, she's frailer than you, Thrym. But the way she stands up, you could tell, like, age is kind of hitting her um, moderately heavy, heavily. Um, and she walks over to a table and you notice um, this table has, like, tinctures and 
little glass vials and it looks like a moderate little alchemist stand kind of thing. Um, and she is looking over you here like the tinking of like glass being shifted. And she goes, well, there's one problem, unfortunately. Uh, I need a fungus called Blinkshroom. With that, no matter where he is on this material plane or another one, I might be able to scry in on him using the ritual I have. The thing about Blinkshrooms is they tend to gather the attention of things outside of our realm. Uh, the astral plane, to be particular. Until it's picked, the Blinkshroom is both on the Prime Material Plane and the Astral Plane. And that causes the barriers to kind of get a little shaky. With the mushroom and the, these proper ingredients here, I can make an incense that would allow us to have visions of other planes and potentially explore them a little. Um, luckily and unluckily, we do have Blinkshroom in the lower depths here. Um, a couple areas in particular where a lot of the larger stone giants don't like to go, unfortunately. Uh, the creatures that blend in from the astral plane tend to have magics that tend to spook the larger stone giants. If you and your compatriots were to get me a single Blinkshroom, we could do this ritual. Um, but it would put you in a mild to moderate danger. Mild to moderate? Well, thing is, the different types of creatures coming from the astral plane range from harmless to being able to take out some of our finest warriors. What do you guys think? Couldn't hurt. If it will aid our cause, I'll do whatever it takes. Okay, let's go then. Alright, well, return to me when you have it. I'm probably going to go uh, rest these bones by the crystal over there. And she gets up and gets to over one of those glowing crystals you guys are relating to uh, heat producing uh, devices. And she goes, uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, I have a potion of trap detection. How would that work? Of what? I'm sorry. It, it, I, I I wrote it down. It says detect trap potion. I think that's a thing. Like, does that mean like I can automatically detect traps in a certain? I think yeah, it's within a certain like time period, or is it only a certain area? I think shit. I wouldn't think shit. I want to say it was for a certain amount of time, but at the I, I think I have that somewhere. I was like, if you'll if you'll indulge me for a moment, I think I may have that on the drive somewhere. Like ten minutes, I can automatically succeed on 
investigate. Yeah, yeah, you're, you know, they essentially can have her unless they're like magically concealed that uh, it would be a, a trap you could see. Right. And detect. Ah. God, did you get that way back in um? Oh yeah. The first episode of Cuddy coming in. Yeah. Along okay. with my uh, cure po cure poison potion. Yes. Okay, so that was session five. Way back before the podcast existed. Way back there. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah, the tomb of Parson. Here we go. All right, last one, uh, according to what I put for my notes, last one hour. Highlights traps in a 10-foot radius in light only the drinker can see. Does it specify magical traps or is it only physical traps? Um, From where you found it, in that tomb, most likely it would have been on uh, normal traps. So I can see like trip wires and hatches and shit. Yeah, yeah. If there was like a fireball trap, depending on um and you know, if you if if you saw something amiss and didn't a good arcana check, there might be a bonus to that, but But it's not gonna it's not gonna tell me there's a glyph on a hidden glyph on the wall for the fireball mm -hmm. or some shit. Alright. Just wanted to double check. I gotta save those for uh for your dexterity saving throws. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. All right, um, old lady's going to go rest her bones. Going to go rest them bones, boys. So you guys going to leave the room? Well, where exactly are we headed? You said it was in the depths, but you didn't really tell us where. Oh, sorry. No, go. um, go back to the crossroads where the glyphs are on the wall. And you'll you'll okay. find one that says uh, to the lower lower depths. Um, you think if you if you were facing you... the inside of the cave, if the exit was behind you, it'd be the uh, tunnel on the right. You think Zog could point us at least in the right direction or get us most of the way there? Oh, is he right outside the door? He he tends to kind of hover there. Yeah, he seems kind of lonely. His brothers run off a lot, so he he's, he tends to kind of be hunting on his own and apparently likes to bring uh, new friends back to say hi. Yes, no, Zog would be able to point you in that direction. Okay. Let's, let's go get some shrooms. Good shrooms. All right, so you guys... Uh, Leave, leave the chamber. He closes door, and Zog is just kind of walking back and forth, just kind of stomping out there. And he looks at you through him. He's like, "Did you get the blessing?" Uh, not yet. I have to go find some mushrooms, blink oh. shrooms, I think she called them. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of those. All right, well, where do you got to go for those? The inner depths. Oh, okay. Um. Good luck with that. That's it's mostly harmless down there. You may find a couple uh of uh 
stone giant patrol people down there, but uh, yeah, no, stay stay to the path. You guys don't want to go off into random tunnels or anything. Okay. You want to like, I don't know, get us to the entrance or? Yeah, no, I uh, I'm kind of obligated to go back outside and get more food because I kind of got distracted with you guys. So yeah, I can bring you back gotcha. there and point you right down the tunnel. Word. So he brings you back, and you guys are, are now paying attention more to the uh, skinnier uh, stone giant scholars, as of it seems. They yet again kind of stop what they're doing and, like, look at you guys. Um, Nyx, they're kind of mostly looking at you with a little bit of suspicion, you would guess. Yeah. And Zog brings you back. It's, a, it's just a couple-minute trip back to the three-pronged crossroads that you were at, and he points right to the glyph. Uh, the runes on the wall that point to the inner depths. He goes, right, it's, it's just right down there. It's a, a straight shot down there. Uh, I don't ever go down there. I, I prefer to be up on the surface, but uh, my brothers like to go down there, and they're they're good hunters. So uh, you should be you should be okay. Just uh, just run away if something big attacks you. Okay. Okay. Good luck hunting, man. Oh, thank you. I'll uh, I'll try to bring you back something delicious tonight. Awesome. Zog tromps back towards the entrance where you guys had come into uh, Granite Hollow. And up ahead of you, you guys, uh, th this this hallway up ahead of you uh, doesn't seem to have those, like, cube-shaped holes on each side of the wall. It's just a straight, cavernous tunnel that, in a weird way, for Nyx and Thrym, almost seem like home. How the heck did we end up back underground? And oh. As you say that, the dog, like, woofs a little bit at you to try to get your attention. What? What do you want? He just, he, it, as soon as you pay attention to him, he just looks, like, fucking super excited and starts sniffing at you. Um, I'll, I'll just give him a quick, he quick head pat and turn around. <laughs> Alright, so you guys head down into the lower reaches. As we're walking, Nyx looks far more comfortable. Relaxed. Yes. Pulling his hood down, just breathing the stagnant air. You're noticing the humidity uh, kind of fades from the surface. Like, it's so night and day compared to Underdark versus Surface that there's so much humidity out in the air that this, like, dry... Yeah, kind of stale, cavernous air is kind of strange to you. Let me change that there music. It's been a while, Thrun. It's much more comfortable for me. Yeah, it is a lot more comfortable here. I'm going to say, as much as it hurt, it was kind of nice to be able to see, though. I can see just fine. This is all I need. Yeah, but, like, it, I don't know. It's just different. I don't know. Hurt my eyes up there. I mean, yeah, it hurt, but... <laughs> got, get used to it. <gasps> it's the dog! 
fuck do we what do we name that dog spunky yep <laughs> that's what i got on my sheet <laughs> all right so uh the the tunnel ahead of you starts descending at a very steep angle um that you guys are gonna have to slow down like without accelerating and kind of like that like forward momentum like keep going faster and faster to prevent you from tripping over rocks and shit uh, you guys travel for what feels like half an hour or so before it begins to level out into a cave tunnel that, yet again, is it's like spinning image of a typical Underdark cave system. DM, how long has it been since we left Tribor? No, since we... Let me think. When we found the rune on the tree. Rune on the tree, it was still... The sun was starting to set. Right. I just and then it was, moon, it was the moon... I'm, I'm sorry? I need to know if it's been eight hours because I set up mage armor at that time. So I need to know if I need to re-up or not. I'd say be about 11 to 11.30 or so. So what, six hours? Six hours, yeah. So your mage uh, armor would still I've, be... I've got a couple hours left on that. Yep. All right. Um, you guys are noticing the, the one difference between this is the ceilings are crazy high in this and it makes sense um that if you guys were to estimate or so it'd probably be at least 25 or 30 feet high and it looks it would be look like two stone like the large stone giants could walk side by side in this tunnel and it just it just makes sense that they've like kind of taken this place as their own because they can fit inside of here okay and not it be a, a cramped tunnel system like you guys are kind of used to where, like, Thrym would occasionally have to, like, duck his head, even though, you know, he's not even that tall for a stone giant. Damn, this cave is huge. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, there is a fucking use for it. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, uh, down the tunnel, of course, it's pitch black, but everyone's uh, dark vision kicks in, and it, you guys are fine. You're just seeing everything in black and white. Um, it looks like the, the tunnel itself curves to the right, so you can't see much further ahead of you. And you do, st you're starting to recognize the sound of uh, deep voices coming from up ahead from that corner. Maybe I shouldn't have yelled. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, so I'm pulling out thunder because. Thrim do what Thrim do. Thrim can do. Alright. So you guys see him just pull out thunder and like brace for it. Brace for what? <laughs> Are they no, I want to brace. It's, yeah. deep voices. <laughs> it's deep voices, but is it like a language or is it growling? Uh, you're hearing the echoes. Um, like I've, been, I've, get, I've, been guys, to, I've been listening to Yatin for the past couple hours. Does it sound like Yatin? It, it's it's a little garbled because of the echoes of this chamber, but everyone roll a perception check to, to, to echolocate all this. Nine. Um, hold on. What was that? No, not my health, damn it. 22. Uh, 21. 
21. Uh, both you guys uh, are able just to, you know, living in the cave systems, these echoes, your brain can just kind of piece it together. And Cuddy, it all just sounds like an echoey mess from where you guys are, from where you're standing. Um, you guys are assuming that it's coming from, it sounds like uh, two, two stone giants are just like talking to each other. Grim, you're up. No way they're going to talk to me. You guys are now hearing the voices. They're coming closer to you now. You know I'm going to hide. <laughs> or right, try to. Attempt to. Okay, we're still check. You know, this place where everyone can see in the dark. Not great. <laughs> it's an eight. Eight? He's hiding behind Thrym's thigh. Yeah, you decide that the safest spot would be to hide behind Thrym as he's walking. So Thrym, you would have been fine, but the dog's eyes just pierce through and you can't be hidden because <laughs> just the mess with the right whole thing. The dog seems relatively calm for, for going into a weird-ass cave system. Um, he's just, he, he's looking at Cuddy. He's happy as can be. He's not making a lot of noise. Um, just, he just seems to be, a, be a little obsessed with Cuddy. Now, Thrym, you're, you're ahead and now you're starting to hear and it, they're, it sounds like they're, they're talking about something and you just hear one of them, like, like this big hulking laugh because, oh, you, you ran like an idiot. It's, uh, the other voice, it's a, it's a little bit more, uh, less gravelly. He's like, well, you know, I would have I killed it. I would have killed it if you were freaking distracted, but, you know, all we got is this piece of shit. And right around the corner, uh, you can now feel, like, the the, the stone kind of giving off a little bit of a vibration. Uh, two, two large stone giants br- walk around the corner. Um... One of them is is has to be about 25 feet tall, hulking giant, and it looks like he's holding this giant stone greatsword with one hand, like, over his shoulder. And you guys look up, and it looks like he has some sort of cloth patch over one of his eyes. And trailing behind him, uh, dragging a dead hook horror, is a smaller stone giant... He's got a, a large stone axe in the one hand that he's not pulling this dead hook horror with him. And they kind of look right at you, Thrym, and then they look down at the other guys, and they just kind of stop in their tracks, and they're just sta- like kind of staring at you. Hey, John, so, real quick. Yeah. You're breathing on your mic. Better? I don't know. Breathe. Yeah, don't breathe. Yeah, you're good. Okay. <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, uh, hey, uh, thought you guys don't come down here. Uh, I got sent down here to look for some mushrooms. Oh, you looking for white caps? You looking for the red spots? What are you looking for? I had it written down, but I don't know where I put it. Yeah, what was the name of those mushrooms? <laughs> uh, blink shrooms. Blink shrooms. I would have looking told you, for blink shrooms. <laughs> oh, uh, shit! They they sent one of you guys down here to look for it. Wait a minute. And he looks over at his smaller compatriot. He goes, "Are you even part of the tribe? You don't look familiar." No, I'm not. 
Oh, okay. Uh, who, who brought you in? Zog. And the big guy, like, looks down at the little one and kind of smiles. You know, you hear that? Your little dumbass brother's doing it again. He's bringing in the pets. And the guy, like, looks at his giant friend. He kind of, like, <laughs> does the equivalent of, like, uh, like, come at me, bro. Move. He goes, ah, oh, that's, that's, that's Zog. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about him. Uh, he could be a little overzealous. He doesn't like to come down here and hunt with me, but, uh, you know. Granted, you know, and he holds up, like, he's just dangling this dead hook horror in front of him. And, uh, Cuddy, this is, might be the first time you've seen one of these. It, it looks like this, like, grotesque, almost, like, bird without feathers. And it has, like, like this, like, hard chitinous, like, crap it's a uh, bipedal and it also has like these large stone like hooks for arms and this very large sharp beak but of course uh this guy is just kind of like waving it nonchalantly in the air but uh the other two would know it as one of um, a more common predator of the underdark your brother seems nice yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he guess he's got a good heart. But... He hit me with a rock, but... <laughs> oh, oh, that's his favorite thing to do, don't you know? I could tell. Well, glad you survived that. You know, a lot, a lot of times he'll, he'll throw rocks at us, but, you know, it's easy for us to catch one of those. It looks like you guys might have a little bit of a problem with that. Hey, how... What's that thing? And they, they point at the dog. Apparently, it's called a dog, and you can't eat it. Oh, what? What is it? Poisonous? What? And I'm gonna translate what was just asked to Cuddy, and be like, "What did you say would happen if I ate the dog?" Well, first of all, it's disgusting. Probably the most awful rank meat you've ever tasted in your entire life. Besides that, probably get some food poisoning. Yeah. Apparently it tastes horrible, and it's poisonous, I guess. Wow. Well, oh, does it belong to that weird tiny thing? Yeah. I'm doing, like, the protective parent thing. I'm, like, cradling it to the side, like... Can you, can you ask him, does he want to trade for it? I, I bet you I can make a, a pretty good little pelt out of that thing. I mean, I could ask, but the answer would be no. He's very protective of it. Ah, oh, damn. Well, tell you, tell you what, if that, if that, if that little creature dies and uh, that, that little dog is alive, uh, bring it to me. I'll give you a good price for it. I'll translate that to Cuddy. Good to know. He, he says he'll think about it. Oh, fit, fantastic. That's something I've never seen before. Always kind of fun to have a little memento from stuff like that. Yeah. And the, the, the bigger one kind of like bends down a little bit to get closer to you. He goes, oh, you're, you're not going to find those on the main trail. You're going to have to go into one of the forbidden zones over there. Yeah, you'll you'll see it. It's got ropes that dangle down from the ceiling and little metal chimes. That's really hard to miss. But uh, 
You're, you're gonna have to go in there to get one of those. How bad is it in there? I don't think we've gone into there for maybe five years, but the last group of warriors that went in there to fight some of the creatures, uh, only, th only three came back. Awesome. But we've never seen anything come out of there. I'm much, we're not sure if the wards keep them away or, you know, they just don't like to come out here or whatever, but, you know, it's magics, man. I don't understand how people can do that shit. It's kind of fun once you get the hang of it. Oh, no, you do that shit too, don't you? You're one of the smaller ones. Yeah, I could do a little bit. Alright, I didn't mean to offend. Don't uh, don't take any offense to that. Don't tell the elder I'm I'm talking shit like this. Ah no, I get it. Alright, well we gotta take this measly scrap back and uh, you know get some rest. But uh, now we haven't seen anything in the main hallway for for a while now. We have to go pretty dark and uh, down near the river where it kind of leads into the underdark area. But yeah, try not to go down there either. Okay. Thanks for helping me out, letting me know where I gotta go. Yeah, uh, just stay alive, I guess. That's the plan. And they begin to lumber off, and the uh, smaller, the brother, begins to just drag the hook horror behind him again as they go. Um, you guys continue down the dark trail? Yes. Ooh. As you guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up dancing lights and hold it 50 feet in front of us, just to like give us a, a range of vision. Sure. But, but so that it doesn't illuminate us, it just illuminates the area ahead of us. Okay. And I'm gonna translate mm -hmm. everything important out of that conversation to them. I'll help you remember because I wasn't paying very much attention. <laughs> Well, the part was important. Well, we're looking for, like, an offshoot from the cave system with, like, ropes and stuff. And that the last hunting party that went in there, only three came back. Oh, the three of us? So that gives us good odds. Sure. I don't, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I don't think it's just, like, three go in and three come back every time mm -hmm. thing. I spent a hundred years as Sorcerer studying. I think I know how to count. Excuse me. <laughs> Just a lowly deckhand. Yes, master. Alright, so you guys uh, continue down that bend where you kind of had the conversation right at that corner. And as you guys kind of get deeper, you are all kind of feeling, uh, mostly Nixon Threm, uh, a little bit of a shift. You're, you're actually kind of feeling a little bit of like air movement uh, back towards the area you were going in or going away from. Um, so now, whenever this kind of happens, you, you knew you were getting into like more like open areas or areas that have like usually it's preluded by um, bodies of water because as the water shifts, it kind of creates you know little movements in the air and they kind of compound and go out through tunnels and stuff like that. Um, 
And almost to confirm that, as you go ahead, your dancing lights are kind of picking up, like, trickles of water that are kind of coming down off the sides and pooling into little tiny pools on the floor. So as you guys are walking down this area, occasionally uh, there's these puddles that you guys are just kind of splashing through. Um, No other movement, but um, up ahead of you, um, there seems to be some sort of illumination um, right at the edge of your dark vision. So now as you're getting closer, you're starting to see like the color from it. And you guys uh, are now seeing um, an area that looks like there's something hanging from, it's on the left-hand side, it's hanging from the wall. Um, you guys are about 100, 100 or so feet away from it. So you guys are, are seeing it pretty decently. Um, and you're almost hearing like this like, metal upon metal tinkling tinkling sound almost like a wind chime except it's a lot like deeper like chains uh you're you're hearing the 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 tingling but uh you don't know quite what it is yet and that's up on the wall about 100 feet in front of us yeah, it looks like there's there's stuff hanging from a wall. Oh, if it's only 100 feet, I'll move the dancing lights up to illuminate it. Okay. What's your range on that? 150? 120. Okay, as you do that, now you're you're starting to see reflective portions of it. And from where you guys are, you can, you can see now that there are ropes. Very large ropes hanging from the top of it. You can see a cave mouth behind it. But these ropes are like every like foot or so is another rope hanging down and interwoven in these ropes are these like chunks of metal that they're woven through and occasionally as the wind kind of shifts from inside this it causes them to sway back and forth a little bit and they're kind of like hitting each other causing this uh, noise the pieces of metal um thrim uh, they do look like runes but you're kind of far away you can't quite read what they say I think that might be what we're looking for kind of fits the description well it looks like it says something doubt we can read it why don't you go check it out Alright, I'll go walk up, read them. Okay. Um, they, they are like bended pieces of metal. Um, and it's also strange because you haven't seen the stone giants with metal for the most part, but these are runes um, that you can read and, and they, they rattle off warning, dangerous creatures do not enter. And it just kind of repeats itself up and down the ropes, essentially just to make sure that no one dumb enough would ever go in there without properly knowing the danger they were getting into. I feel like you're trying to call us out, DM. Of jumping into dangerous situations? Yeah, no one dumb enough would go into this. No one's stupid enough. No one's no one's retarded enough to get blink shrooms, guys. <laughs> Careful with that word, man. We're producing a podcast. We can get cancelled. Yeah. Cancel culture. My sister's retarded. What is this, Twitter? <laughs> and one of them also has Down syndrome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Where'd you go back? I, I knew John was gonna type in <laughs> at some point. I didn't know how bad it was gonna be. <laughs> this is why we love you, John. Alright, so I'll tell him it's just a warning saying there's dangerous creatures. Nothing we haven't dealt with before. Well, it sounds like... Sounds like our calling. This is literally what we're here for. Go lay down. Yeah, go lay down, Pat. God. Tell me what to do. You're my dad. I am your master, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Sometimes. Hey, I, I don't like the N-word, okay? As a former slave, that's offensive. Alright, so I'll just walk in. Okay. So you have to, like, adjust the rope, and they're, they're super heavy as you, like, lift them. And as you do that, they begin swing. You're the first one in, so as you go inside... Uh, you are feeling a little bit of, like, a draft come from down there. It's still very dark down there. Um, and you're just right on the other side of this giant rope that's kind of, like, swinging back and forth like a pendulum. I'll grab it and push it to the side so they can walk in without having to move it. What a fucking gentleman. I, I just don't want to see Nex trying to move it and getting all frustrated. And embarrassed. I mean, it's not wrong. All right, I got a minus rank. There's no way I'm moving that shit. Yeah, I've also got a minus one, so the two of us combined probably wouldn't. How did you manage to win an arm wrestling competition? <laughs> Crazy Luck. good rolls. And intimidation. And intimidation. <laughs> All right, so um, it's it's all about making them think that you're gonna win. You gotta believe in yourself. Think happy thoughts. Um, I like how Pet actually has a dog at his heels right now. Right. Um. Oh, here he is again. What are you doing, bud? Cuddy and Nyx, you guys are, you, you're feeling like the wind shift, definitely some of it's coming from this uh, cave system that you guys are now entering into. Um, you guys are now hearing a very faint sound of rushing water as well. Like, not like Niagara Falls, but you can tell from just experience between uh, water and just living in the Underdark and uh, your keen ears, Nick, you're hearing this before Thrym. Um, it's sound, there's some sort of water up ahead. I mean, water doesn't scare me. Hey, you might get, you might get to see your boyfriend again. <laughs> I highly doubt he's up here. That's yeah, worth dropping in the tap pool to see if he can give us a ride. Nah. Oh, are you guys fighting? <laughs> he just grabbed something and took off. <laughs> He's just like standing in the doorway, just taunting me with it. I don't, you guys can't see him, I don't think, but he's there. I assure you. <laughs> Rolled low on your animal handling, huh? 
Come here. Come on. Okay. Give me one sec. I might have to edit that out and post. I don't know. I might leave it in. <laughs> Maybe. And my dog's just on a recliner all depressed that I'm not petting her. I'm going to go through this music list again. This is... I've returned. It's a little crazy. This is fucking crazy. Welcome back. We were just Thank talking you. about your fine ass as you walked away. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's mm. One of my more redeeming qualities. It's true. All right, so you Let's guys start. Are... You're supposed to say, Matt, you're supposed to say, no, you got such a great personality. Or no, something. you're such a joy to hang out with. It's too late. <laughs> All right, so you guys are just inside of this uh, uh, rope warning system, hearing a little bit of water up ahead of you. It looks as if the uh, the tunnel like descends a little bit, so you're only able to see maybe 50 feet ahead of you before like the top of the the the, the cave, which yet again is like 25 feet high, just kind of dips where you can't see where it goes. Hmm. You still have the dancing light up, Nix. Yeah. Okay, so as it's is it ahead of you 50 feet still? <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna keep it ahead of us. Like, I want to keep it at a max of 100 feet, but like, I can, I'll, I'll bring it back if I notice that, you know, if like there's a corner or a dip or something, I'm gonna keep the lights. So whatever our max view is up to 100 feet, that's where I'm gonna keep the lights. Okay. And as your dancing light, as you walk in, you know, a lot thrim lets you into that area. Your dancing light goes on ahead, and you're noticing like th through like these like reflections that you're seeing, there's like more of like this water kind of trickling down the sides and pooling on the floor around you. You're, you're getting to some area where there's a lot of groundwater and it's seeping into this uh, tunnel system. Well, I hope everybody wore their good boots today. I mean, Cuddy has mine now. They're Those are good. the good boots. That's true. Pretty light, but I don't still handle water very well. So I'll just keep trudging along through the water. Okay. Just this little, little splish splashing now and again. It's not like soaking your feet or anything. Um, as you guys are getting closer to that like dip, maybe like 25 feet away you're now starting to see like drips coming from the ceiling and it, it, it really it's the the noise of dripping is like increasing versus before you hear the occasional like bloop bloop and now it's like bloop 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 loving the sound effects thank you uh oh just keep walking okay you guys are heading down that dip then? We're following Thursdays. Now that there's water, right? Uh, it's just like, 
like little little small pools still that you kind of saw back in the main tunnel as you came yeah. down here. I, Nothing I that you'll like hard. fall in. <laughs> and as you're walking, Cuddy, uh, the uh, the dog is kind of weaving in and around the puddles as not to like step in them. He's doing a much better job than all of you guys. Occasionally, like it almost seems like when you look at him, he's not looking at you. But more like his nose is kind of like following you as if he's mostly allowing his scent to track you. Because, you know, you guys brought a dog into a dark area. Hey, he followed. That's true. <laughs> he's still following you. Um, Y'all... Uh, Thrym, y'all. Thrym, you are noticing from your experience with rock and all sorts of shite that it looks like there are seams in the wall of what looks to be somewhat rusted raw iron. That's weird. And it's what? just, it strips every now and again, but it's just something that's a little bit out of the ordinary from um, what you see. Like, usually, like, the iron isn't as, like, corroded, like, uh, like rusty, but the water coming down here is causing, like, oxidation with it and causing, like, these, like, weird stains on, like, the surface area of the tunnel. I'll just point it out. Never really seen that before. Kind of weird. Ooh, guys... what that? It's pretty unique. I mean, we're from the Underdark. We should be fairly familiar with mining up. So, like, veins of minerals and shit. That should be familiar to us at some level. Sorry. Um, so as you guys go down it, um, you just you're hearing more and more uh, drips to the point it's almost like this like chorus of drips. And now that you guys have kind of gone down this dip that's maybe like 20 feet down, flattens out again, and it looks like up ahead of you, it looks like it's starting to open up into some sort of cavern up ahead of you. And now you're hearing like almost a steady stream of water. But from where you're at, you see what looks like it could be like a pool up ahead of you, right where it opens up. Um, but you guys are maybe 30 or 40 feet away from it, so you're only getting like the reflections from the uh, dancing lights to really confirm that. Thrym, remember the last time we dealt with a large pool of water? Yeah. Yeah, there was a giant slug in that. Yes, there was. I'm gonna test something. Can I walk up to the edge of the pool? Uh yeah, so you, you wanna approach that area? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up right to the edge of the pool. Sure. Alright, so as you do that, you, you're essentially walking a little bit into the cavern. So yeah. uh coming out into a small circular cavern, you're greeted with a mist that sprinkles your face. Up ahead in the mist, 
a small body of water right in front of you, and behind it, maybe um, 30 feet or so, is a waterfall that's kind of trickling down into this small body of water. Thing is, the water is crystal clear, and it looks like it's only a couple inches deep. But you can clearly see there's like, you can see all the way around the water, and it's, mm. you, you could like, it barely <laughs> like goes up to your ankle. Can I put my hand in it? You certainly can. With a with a glove or no glove? Do you wear gloves? No, I don't. Okay. For some can't reason, cast, I was like imagining you wearing like leather gloves. Pretty sure you can't cast magic with gloves. You gotta have the dexterity of your fingers. Okay, that's that's garbage. That this ruins the immersion for me. Pretty sure you can. Hard. Yeah, I think you can. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't wear gloves. All right. <laughs> I wear right, clothes so and a hood. But no gloves. So you you put your hand in the water and you're greeted with this like frosty cold water. And as you put your hand in, there's no like you're you have the rushing water and it looks like it's coming down from the waterfall and settling here. But it hasn't overflowed from this little basin, but it's only a couple inches deep. And as you put your hand in, there's barely any distortion on your hand at all as you put it in. I'm going to take out my tiefling chalice and try to scoop some of it up. Sure. Do so I have... Do I get a chalice full of crystal clear cave water? You have a chalice full of crystal clear... water. I was trying to find another adjective. It escaped me. I'm going to take a sip of it. Okay. It... Do I taste anything funny? Not at all. This this water, um, you're used to, you know, all the different bullshit from the Underdark. This is like the most refreshing water you've tasted in a very, very long time. Oh, down the whole chalice. And you can just feel the coolness go down into your belly. And it's like that almost invigorating feel of like, you know, the 2 a.m. waking up and like <laughs> taking a glass of water. Yeah, it's crispy. Crispy. Um, DM. Yeah. When Zog rubbed that, rubbed that stuff on me, it restored 19 points, right? Uh, I don't recall how much it restored, but yeah, it restored. I'm pretty a sure it was chunk. like 19. Yeah. So I propose we take a rest. Maybe just a short one. Because if we're going to go fight things, I need more health. <laughs> <laughs> Before we do, I'm going to put my hand back in the water. Yeah. Now, I'm not standing in the water, right? Uh, no, you just have your hand in the water. You're right outside. Your, your feet are on dry ground. Dry yeah, rock. Shocking, shocking grass. You're shocking grasp the uh Yeah, the fucking water because of that deal with the slug from like episode one. Okay, so you you feel the energy surge into the water, and you feel like your fingertips kind of get a little numb from it, and you look across the water for any sort of issue or disturbance in the water, and there's nothing. Alright. Thrun, you need to rest. This seems like as good a place as any. Can I just like 
move the dancing lights around the cavern, see if I see anything trying to hide in a corner. Yeah, you sure can. It's it's kind of rectangular shaped area, and occasionally only features are uh, in the water. Occasionally, there's like some like medium sized rocks that are kind of out of the water surface area that just kind of jut all around. Um, as you move the dancing lights around. Um, as they get closer to the waterfall, that's, uh, if you're facing inside, it's to your right. Um, it looks, as you look up at one of your dancing lights, it looks like there's somewhere to go about 40 feet up the waterfall. Yeah, well, I'm not 40 feet tall, so that's out of the question. It looks like there are, as you kind of look, you're kind of like weighing your options. It, it, it does look like there are like rocks that are like that kind of jut out from the waterfall and it look like if you put some effort into it you could potentially use those to climb up although it looks very hazardous and the and the the rocks themselves look wet great that that yeah yes Thurm, let's let's have a short rest okay why are we taking a rest? Thrym's got a boo-boo he needs to tend to. <laughs> Thought he was tougher than that. I got hit by a giant boulder and then took a 20-foot giant's fist to the stomach. I need a little bit of time. Nix isn't right. saying anything, but I'm going to run a, roll a couple hit dice. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going down as well. <laughs> oh. Uh, mm. Well, my first Stop. roll, I got a six. So, like, that's close to full. But do I want to be full? Yeah. You still have four like, other hit dice, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't know when our next short rest is going to be. And a four. Okay, I'm back to full. Hey! That works for me. So, Cuddy, you just look over, you're absentmindedly, like, looking around, like, and you, you see your compatriots, like, sitting there, you <clears> see <throat> Thrym look like he's, like, dressing wounds, and, and Nyx is, like, <laughs> sipping his water, looks like he's, like, just trying to, like, focus on the task at hand, and you're just um, sitting there, like, why are we stopped? What are we doing? So bored! So you're all set with your hit dice, gentlemen? Yeah. Cool. I used four of them. Got myself oh. back up to 44. Okay, so you got one left. All right. So you guys, after having your nice brisk rest, are right at the edge of this water ahead of you. It looks like the only way to go forward would be uh, potentially up this waterfall. I'm what going do to you... fill my water skin with this water. Sure. I'm gonna just... dump out whatever bar crap is in there and just fill it with this. Hey, Zeke's bar is like the cleanest in Tribor. And yet it doesn't compare to Poland Spring. <laughs> Crystal geysers, whatever brand to, doesn't. To, to gra gr this this would be Granite Springs. <laughs> Whichever brand wants to sponsor us, that's what water we we've got right. <laughs> Please be Fiji. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Alright. What 
What? What to do? Well, there seems to be a pathway. Where was it? Up next to the waterfall, or? Uh, it looks like it's all the way at the top of the waterfall. Right, but like, all right. So there seems to be some way to climb this wall up to the top of the waterfall. How big is this waterfall? I'm sorry? How big is the waterfall? Uh, I would say it's about uh, 25 feet wide, and it looks like your estimate estimation would be between like 35 and 40 feet tall. How destructive does it look? Um, because my RPG instincts are kicking in, and I really want to look. <laughs> you want to see if there's a cave behind the waterfall? Yeah, no, no, you 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 can see behind the waterfall. It's not gushing down. It's more of like a single like moderate layer of water is just consistently coming down from it, enough just to make. Uh, a, a, a decent amount of noise that kind of emanates from it, and that was the noise you guys were hearing down, was like this small, smallish waterfall that's kind of pouring out, but the, it's not violently hitting the bottom or anything like that. It looks like it's kind of uh, gliding down but the rock facing. But you treasure chest behind the waterfall. No, Come on. no treasure chest this time. Come on, game designer. What do you think <laughs> that are just worth can, it? Can it's I more surprising when waterfall? there's nothing behind the waterfall. Can I swim up the waterfall like it was Minecraft? Um, know, use it like an elevator? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you want to do, you know, like some like strokes to try to go up it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Looks like we're climbing that looks easy enough. I'm going to try and climb it. All right. So, Cuddy, you're at the base of it. Uh, are you heading to the base of it? Or do you, where are you guys currently at? Oh, I'll head to the base of it. Okay. So you, you splash over the yeah, The water hits to about your ankle. It's nothing, you know, overly concerning. It's very consistent with the leveling of it. Um, Nixon threw him. What are you guys doing? You following him? I'm going to walk yeah. around the pool. You're going to walk around? Oh, so the water itself uh, takes up the whole area of the chamber once you, once you walk in. Yeah, I'm following the wall. Okay. So you'd be following, I'm assuming, on the right-hand side because the waterfall is in that direction? Sure. Okay, and the thrim? I don't know where this water's draining to, so I don't trust that. Sure. Well, I don't know what Nex is doing, but I'm just going to follow him. Okay, so you're... Okay, so you're trailing him. Uh, Cuddy, the dog currently is uh, following you up to the base of the waterfall. <clears throat> Sorry, Nex. Watch the dog. I'll throw a rope down. <laughs> okay. Don't uh, let get it. Thrim and Nyx, I need uh, perception checks from you guys. As Cuddy's trying to figure this out. <clears throat> 14. 22. 22. Thrim, as you're following Nyx, you have your hand upon the wall you are starting to feel a vibration that your fingertips are picking up from that facing. Dex, do you feel that? No, what's wrong? The wall's like kind of, I don't know, it's like vibrating a little bit. 
Do you think something's approaching? I don't know what it is. It's just weird. Can I stop and put my hand on the wall and see if I can feel what he feels? Yep. And uh, so as you go to do that, you are definitely feeling a vibration. And Thurm, you're noticing the vibrations getting uh, more and more uh, vibrant and imminent. And now you're you guys are looking around. The water all around you begins to like waver and now start to splash and cause mini waves to happen. And you guys are just looking around, and it, it looks it looks like the water itself is getting kind of violent. And Cuddy, obviously, you're noticing this too at this point. You're the dog has its like tail between its legs, and it's like looking like it's panicked. The heck's that? <clears throat> should I keep? Should I go up? Yeah, you might as well. The as you're saying that the rumbling begins to really, it, it's almost vibrating this whole chamber now. As cut as Cuddy got his directions from Thrym, and to your, uh, so the waterfall I'd say would be the north to your west. All of a sudden, you see like boulders start to come off the wall from across the room and start hitting the wall, and you just see right straight uh, a straight slab of granite begins to crack and kind of the cracks begin to form and all of a sudden bursting from out from this sheer face of granite uh, bursts something that is very familiar to Nixon Thrym. Oh, fuck. And I'll bring you right over, give you a visual. Ah, oh, you fuckhead. <laughs> and uh, as if as if our conversation wasn't foreshadowing enough, uh, this is the same creature that you guys ran away from so very long ago. Not the same one, as far as you can yeah, tell. Yeah, well, say that one. We're pretty sure got killed, but Cuddy, this uh, this this creature, this uh, quadruped creature with these immense spikes, and it looks like the spikes themselves have like this reflective um metal quality to them, and it just this the feral looking beast. And they they know what it is called, but you've never seen this fucking creepy ass thing before in your life. And it uh it bursts out and then it has I don't know how to spell clear. Um there we go. better um it, as it bursts out from that it looks straight ahead and sees both you nixon thrym and it looks like it's going to get ready to fuck shit up so i will have you guys roll some initiative well the last time we faced this we were significantly weaker <sighs> think we can take it this time Sorry, Thurm, you want to just let us know what you got and we'll plug it in? Yeah. 
somehow just lost my D20, so I'm gonna grab a different one. No. Okay, so I've I've personally done research into what this creature is and does, but is Nyx at all familiar with this outside of his initial interaction with it? Because if um, that's the case, then all Nyx knows is that this thing eats metal. This thing eats metal. Um, th this is one of those creatures you pr you probably it's it's pretty rare in the deep underdark. It's more common to. Uh, more of the surface caves. Yeah. Alright, so Nyx doesn't know much outside of it eats metal. No. Alright, I'll stick with that then. I got a 10. A 10? Okay. Well, fuck, it's moving Descending first. Descending order. So it, it, it almost like barks at you. Cuddy, you notice the dog is hiding behind you, like in between you and the waterfall now. Um... And the the creature uh, begins. I have to look at its stat sheet. It begins to charge ahead, so it's a large creature. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And as it gets to the middle of the water, um, you start to feel some different vibrations than it tunneling through rock. And you're noticing like these ripples coming out from the water from underneath it. And as it does, um Cuddy, you're you're ready for combat, right? Yeah. Um, I need you to roll me a strength saving throw. Yep. Nice. A solid three. Three. All right, so as you whip out your dagger, getting ready for whatever's about to happen, you feel this tug on your hand, and your dagger goes flying across, and ping, it sticks to the one of the spikes of the Lodestone Marauder. What the heck? Um, and no one is wearing metal armor, correct? Everyone else, everyone has, like, leather, don't they? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rim's okay. weapon is stone, mine is stone. Yep. Cuddy's the only one that's fine. Yep. Pretty much. And that is actually its turns. Now it's Cuddy's turn. Am I able to use this rapid to, return to on that? To will it back to you? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I would like to will it back to me. Sure. And, and then uh, chuck uh, it at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so it blinks out of existence, or how, how do you... How do you flavor it coming back to you? Uh, boomerang style. Alright, so it just you just hear this like ping as it like forcibly separates from the spike on its shoulder and it just flies right back to you. You catch it and then you go to chuck it at it again. Suck <laughs> it off. 16? 16 is a miss. So the dagger goes soaring off in the distance, and then... Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it zips across the room and just kind of, like, pierces into uh, the rock across the room. What's your right. throwing 
distance? Uh, like at least 120. Oh yeah, okay, you're gold. Yeah, it just flies across the room and like between you know you and the Marauder, it's across the room in some rock. Are you staying right where you are? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one. Oh sure. Oh, that's right. My bad. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Way lower than 16. I'll tell you that much. Okay. In the in the same. It's almost when you when you threw the dagger. It's as if something pushed it off its trajectory from hitting it, and it just flies off at almost a 45-degree angle away from the creature. Right, yeah, that's my turn. Cool. El Nixo. Would you say this creature is made of stone, crystal, or metal? Um, this creature... Uh, you, you, from the look of it, in between the the spikes themselves, look like metal. They they have like this reflective quality to them that kind of it almost reminds you of obsidian in a way. How a sheer face of it will have like this interesting reflective quality. Um, but in between the spikes, it looks like it's just a very very thick tough leather. Yeah. Okay. So I am from exactly where I'm standing. I'm gonna throw a chaos bolt. Okay, sure. So, uh, oh, okay then. That's a 27 to hit. That totally hits. <laughs> I think I'm. One second. I need more dice. No worries. I was a dumbass and only opened one pack. Yeah, fuck you. Next. All right, we have spell go. Um, for eighteen points of thunder damage. Awesome. So you see the uh, the shifting colors kind of at random as it flies into it, and you notice. As it slams into it, like at the water's surface, you see like these baby arcs of lightning kind of diffusing into the water around it. But you could definitely tell by the look of it, like it uh, definitely felt that. Okay. I am actually going to move 10 feet up to the northeast corner. Okay. It's a little bit further away from him. And that'll be my turn. Cool. Throw him. Well, I'm just going to Leroy Jenkins this shit. <laughs> yeah, the water, the water's not considered difficult terrain or anything. Awesome. Run right up to him. So that's 5, 10, 15, 20. Yes, sir. And I'm going to activate Thunder's Lightning. And then I'm going to hit him in the face. Hit him in the face. No, I'm not. That's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, God. And that's a lightning-activated hammer. Fuck us. Does it? Uh, no, I, I, I'd say you go to swing, and it kind of bounces off one of the leather, 
portions of its skin, so you're you're if I it didn't it didn't trigger like a, a jolt or anything. Twenty-one. Twenty-one to hit. Yep. That. Yeah, that's a hit. I've been kind of getting away from natural ones doing awful fucking things. Nah, dude, it's flavor. Do it. Fuck, <laughs> it's over. Fuck you guys. We'll recover. I got a special necklace. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so we'll only do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck me over. That's fun. <laughs> And that's 18 points of damage. 18 points of beautiful bean damage. Oops. And cool. that'll do it for me. Okay. All right. And uh, you hear a, a minor bit of rumbling, uh, not as like heavy as uh, when this beastie came through, but from a second crack in the wall to the left of the um, one that came through, um, something uh, smaller bursts out from it. Aww. And it looks like it is uh, a smaller adolescent version of said creature. And that is them in the initiative order. It's a baby marauder. It's a baby marauder. All right, so hey, look. Hey, Cuddy, do you think your dog can take that one? Uh, your your dog is like cowering behind your leg, Cuddy. You can't tell, but it's pissed itself. The water's <laughs> warmer. The water, yeah, the water got warmer. The lonesome marauder, after uh, taking a hit from you, of course, is going to try to reciprocate that. So it's going to uh, bite at you, and then it's going to claw at you. So we'll do the bite first. Uh, 16 hits. No, it does not. No, it does not. And that would be uh, 24 to hit on the claw. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what the hell happened to you in between the games? Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay. Uh, eight points of slashing damage as the claw with it looks like the same material that the spikes are made out of the claw just comes up and like slashes across your gut okay good thing we took that short rest and uh the Lotus marauder is, is kind of it, as it's facing you it kind of tries to circle around you to kind of size you up a bit and look for an opportunity so it does kind of shift uh, a couple bits over to this way. Um, Cuddy, you're good to go. Alright, I'm gonna recall my magical dagger, not the other one. Okay. And draw my sword on the other hand. I'm gonna make an attack with my sword. If you go to the spot on your right, with where you moved, you'll end up uh, flanking it. So if you want that advantage. If you if you want to roll with advantage. DM's throwing you a bone. I'll give you a bone. <laughs> I, 
don't have a dog token to put up, though. I kind of forgot. That's <laughs> okay. He's not coming. I, I, I kind of didn't foresee you guys bringing the dog down with you. So. I wasn't leaving it with them. Anyways. Uh, 25. 25 to hit. That is a hit, my boy. Um... That wasn't great. <laughs> um, three, six, seven, eleven damage. Eleven damage. Okay. So that was five. And yeah, five. 10, 15, 20, 30. And I'll um, throw my dagger at the little one. What a heartless bitch. What do you mean? Uh, 19? Uh, yes, that. Oh. Did I do that? Da, da, da. Yes, that is it. 14. 14 points of damage to the baby. Okay. Fuck that baby. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, you're up. Uh, is the mother marauder blocking my vision of the baby? Uh, you judge that from point of view. Yeah, it's like the top. Can't even get a fucking... It's from, like, this point of your square to this point of the square. So I, I, I would say, yeah, the baby's... Um, yeah, so the baby would have uh, probably at least half cover if you were to attack the baby. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. Um, I'm going to move down five feet, and I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt in a straight line, which passes through the mother and the baby. Why are you guys attacking the baby? Because fuck baby marauders, right? <laughs> okay. I was worried for a minute when you said casting Lightning Bolt, because in my brain, it was like straight left. <laughs> <laughs> It's a straight line, but come on, I don't have to squares for that. Alright, so they need to do a deck save. Uh, it's DC 15. Okay. Both of them. So, Lodestone Marauder. Lodestone. I'm sorry, what was that? A, it's a deck save? Deck save, DC 15. Okay, Lodestone Marauder is a 17. And the baby is 10. All right, so the baby takes full and the mother takes half. Yes. 8d6. Oh. Oh, that's a lot of ones. <laughs> Dude, that is the fucking worst when you're casting those big spells. Got three ones. That's some bullshit. But I got two sixes, so. Hey. 15, 18, 22, 25 lightning damage. So 25 rounded down would be 12, 12 for the 12 to the mother 25 to the mother 
or oh the baby. Oh god, the poor fucking baby. I'm... Am I am I able to drum up the uh, the innocentness of this baby enough for you guys? It's a baby lodestone marauder, and you're basically no. That's like a. I wanted to keep unit. it as my own pet. Like Cuddy's got a dog. Why can't I have a baby lodestone marauder? Because it'll eat your. It just nuts. eats. It just eats everyone's armor wherever you go. <laughs> All, All right. right. So yeah, I'll stay where I am and. That's that's yeah. Sure. Did I kill right. the baby? You did not kill the baby. The baby uh looks uh frantic, I guess. It's kinda hard to describe such a, a weird aberration is of a creature. Is it steaming? It, it it's a little steamy. Yeah. Um it uh it looks at you cutty, um and goes it just kinda like it, it, the the Lotsman Marauder itself has been like bellowing these roars, and it's almost like this baby like squeaks as it like rushes through the water and goes to bite at you. That is the baby has half the bonus. Uh, fourteen hit. Nope. Nope. So the baby and its uh. Issues with the muscles being electrified, just stumbly walks over to you and tries to take a bite and uh, misses. And Thrim, you're good. All right, so I'm just gonna try and hit him. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. Six. Yeah, that's a 14. So. Okay. Yeah, right. definitely not. That's a. 17? 17 is a miss. Well, that fucks me over. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Okay, you're sticking right there. Um, actually... Because this is what Thrym would do. <laughs> Gotta stay true to the character. Where are you thinking? He's not gonna move out of the area of the thing, but come on, just right in front of Nyx here. Okay. Oh yeah. There. There you go. Right there. All right. Remote can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah, for playing right. on the TV. So as you're shifting to try to get the attention. Uh, the, uh, the, the pain from the electricity is still fresh in its mind. So as you shift around it, it kind of like elbows you, elbows you. It kind of like shoves against you. Um, actually, if it went there, it wouldn't trigger an attack of opportunity because it never left your threatened square. So with the dance that you kind of did with it, you're trying to like get in its way. The spike still kind of knocked you off guard a bit. And it rushes towards uh, Nyx with a little bit of mama anger. And it's going to uh, try to bite you and try to claw at you. Mm -hmm. uh, 14 hit on the bite. It's a miss. Okay. And the claw is a 15. Miss. Beautiful. 
So it tries in its ferocity to try to get you, and it just doesn't get anywhere with it at all. Uh, Thrym kind of providing a little bit of uh, distraction with it as well, with his presence there. Hey, Mage Armor's the best. Mage Armor is fucking clutch. Uh, Cuddy! I'm gonna attack the baby again. <laughs> <laughs> just the way you said it. Again. Again. Uh, yeah, twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Twenty-three damage. Wow. Twenty-three. Yeah. Couple sixes thrown in there. Nice. Okay, that baby. Uh, it's losing a lot of blood. Is it? Yes. Yes. Alright. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recall my dagger and attack it again. With okay. the dagger this time. Uh, 18. 18 hits. Ooh, a nice solid 4 damage. Oh no. Well, I don't, I don't get any bonuses on the second attack. Yeah. Uh, as you're doing this, the baby is like, like squealing. As you're kind of land landing the blows into it. Uh, Nix. Well, it's within physical range of me, but I don't like how close it is. So I'm gonna cast Shocking Grasp on it. Sure. Uh, 24 to hit. Yes, sir, that hits. Check. Damage. 78. That's such a useful spell. Oh, yeah. That's uh, three points of lightning damage. Okay. And since it can't make reactions, I'm going to back the fuck up, because I don't like it being that close to me. Fucking love it. All right. And that's my turn. Okay. The child marauder, after taking this last stab from you, Cuddy... <laughs> Uh, begins to bellow out this like moan and surprisingly as it does that it begins to run by you and it starts to run out of your area so you get an attack of opportunity on it it looks like it's running towards its mother dumb bitch <laughs> 25 yep Well, 12 points. Barely hanging on, you get another decent gash into it as it kind of rides by your dagger and it begins to uh, limp over to its mother. How much health does this fucking baby have? No, that's not the appropriate question. It's how much health does the mother have? <laughs> that's the question <laughs> you should be asking. Yeah, that's a, that's a painful point. So the baby, <laughs> the baby is now like cowering at its mother's leg. Uh, speaking of which, your dog is still like at the waterfall, just kind of like panickedly like watching the fray happen. Is it anywhere near me? Because I'm right next to the waterfall. Uh, I would say uh, this beautiful square here would be where the dog currently is. Oh, he's straight center taking a shower. All right. Yeah. 
You're starting to feel the water a little bit warm from that direction, Nyx and Thrym. I am All visibly right. disgusted. Child Mar <laughs> Child Marauders, good. Uh, Thrym, you're up. So here's a question. Since yeah. it ran over to its mom, is its mom distracted at all? Uh, its baby just ran over to it fucking pretty much dead. I'd say it's currently... The the attention is between Nyx and the baby currently. But, yeah, that isn't enough. I was just wondering if it was distracted enough to give me advantage, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> uh, no, not in this circumstance. <laughs> Worth a shot. Yeah, so that's going to be 21. 21 uh, hits. Thirteen points of damage. Okay. And then uh, eleven, so that missed. Yes. Alright. The And then I'm gonna hit him and then step aside to here hopefully take his attention away from next sure okay and that attack especially with your positioning definitely did uh gather the attention so it's going to bite and claw you that is the bite is uh 26 to hit <laughs> He's <laughs> just ready to take the damage. <laughs> the tank for you. Uh, 11 points of piercing damage on the bite. And the claw is a 24 to hit. Uh, 7 points of slashing damage with the claw. It's holding its ground, and you can see the uh, the baby is like up against its mother's leg, and you can almost see that the weight has shifted to kind of lean on the baby as well. Uh, Lodso Marauder is starting to look a little battered. I want to say a little bad. He's in in the terminology, the Lodso Marauder would be bloodied. Cody. Five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. Oh fuck! About to fucking do it again. Hit this baby. I fucking do it again. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> so it does nine damage hit. I mean nine hit. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, it does not hit. Fuck. Oh All right, I'm gonna attack with a dagger now. Sure. <laughs> um, fifteen. 15 to hit. Yeah, you're good. Alright. Twenty-two. 
22 damage. Wait, 22 damage? With your offhand? Yep. Well, I got, uh, was it six, four, 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 plus four. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that fucking sneak attack. All right. Uh, so as you rush over, the baby is looking at you as you approach it. And you, you miss with your first attack as it kind of bounces off like this like thick leathery portion. You have the dagger in your hand. And how do you kill this baby Lodestone Marauder? Oh, it's just going to be like a really quick, smooth, like stab to the side as I move by it. Okay. In, in place behind the mother. Sure. Baby dad. That's your go, Cuddy? Yep. Nyx. So, real quick, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word at Thrym, because he okay. just took serious fucking damage. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, a four. Nice, that's seven points healed. Dude. So I'm only casting that at first level. And then I'm going to shift... A little bit for line of sight. Can't go where the dog is because fucking in my way. Um, and I'm just gonna take out the Wanda magic missile and fire off the three little magic bolts to him. Okay. And what did we say that was? Three D four plus three. It's three, a D four plus one for each missile. Plus one for yes. So it would be three D four plus three. Yes, sir. Yep. Hit me with that damage. Seven, ten points of damage from the magic missile. Pretty good for a magic missile. Well, it helps when it's 3d4 and I rolled a four and, a, and other shit. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it's a tension uh, cr- craning off to the left as it hears like the, the death throes of its baby. Uh, right into the side of its face. Boom, boom, boom. These, uh... What, 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 what color were those? Well, it's a wand, so they're green. They're green? Okay. Standard magic missile. They're, cool, they're so these green. these green sparks just explode right on its face as it's still turning its body towards the corpse of its baby next to it. Uh... Baby, I'm going to delete off the list. And Thrym, you're good. All right. You are flanking. Indeed. Yep. So the first one's going to be a 24. And the second one is a 2, so we're not even going to go with that one. Sure, yeah. 24 is good. points of damage. Okay. Hit him again. So that's going to be a 21. And yeah, that's not as high. So 21. Okay. Alright, this thing is starting to look uh, pretty beat. The, 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 the water... All around you guys, especially now that the uh, the corpse is kind of just 
chilling there, the water's starting to get kind of murky for the first time, and you guys are having a hard time kind of seeing through to the, the crystal clear rocks below it. And that'll be 14 points of damage. Are you using uh, second wind? No, uh, two strikes. You did 14 yeah. on the first strike, 14 on the second strike. Yeah. Oh, I thought one of the mist. No. no, he has advantage. Oh, I had advantage. oh my bad. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. Ha! Huh? Yeah. So that'd be 14 on that. Is it still standing? It is still standing. All right. So I'm going to use action surge. Okay. And that'll be. Twenty-one and oh, bigger than that. Uh, Twenty-seven to hit. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Nine points of damage. Okie doke. And then <laughs> four and eight is not very high. Twenty-three to hit. Yes, sir. That's better. Trim's rolling good tonight, baby. Nineteen points of damage. Nineteen. So as it's turning its body, um, with everyone's presumption that it's going to uh, lose its absolute shit on Cuddy, um, these. Massive strikes start coming in on it from Thrym. And as you're battering down on it, its flank is facing towards you. And how do you kill what you guys had to run away from so many sessions ago? I'm just going to... So it's my it's his flank. I'm just going to keep hitting him in the side until it tears a hole through him and Thunder punches through and then pulls out some of his intestines. Okay. <laughs> As you do the first couple strikes, you see like its leathery side where it doesn't have any spikes um, start to look a little brittle. And then as you hit again, it kind of tears open a little bit. Another strike goes in and it looks like you had broken through some ribs. It seems like the inside's a lot uh, looser than the outside is. And the final strike gets in there. And as you pull Thunder out, you see some entrails are being yanked out with it. And as it, as it turns towards you, Cuddy, it starts to roar and then just collapse into the water. You guys killed it. And the baby! Fuck that baby. Fuck that baby. Speaking of babies, <laughs> we'll run over to the dog. Yep, dog is, is still chilling there. You see him, uh, it looks super excited to see you again. It looks like almost all the fear has completely escaped its little tiny body. Um, Y'all get 1,300 experience points each. Eleven nine oh nine. Yeah. Cuddy, I watched your dog for you. He was a coward. 
He's yeah, just a not, baby. Not much of a fighter, huh? Yeah, well, neither are you. You just watched him kill that beast. I also saw him get taken out in one punch. Yeah, at least his weapon wasn't ripped from his hand. Hey, you could have told me that it would do that. Alright, so... Yeah, because I've watched this thing eat, and since there's now a hole in its side, I want to dig through the body of the Mama Marauder and see if I can find anything in it. Okay. Um, so you're looking for the stomach, presum presumably? The stomach, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, pretty much, yeah, just in general. Like, anything right. it's got in its track. This freaking guy. Shit. Uh, make, a, make a medicine check to try to go through or looking at try to find some familiar organs that you might be able to rip open and peer into. Uh, awesome. Sorry, I did something. <laughs> my character did something similar like two, two, two sessions ago in our campaign. <laughs> I don't know the body of this or anything at all because I just rolled a four. A four. That's it takes you a while. Um, so you're pulling out uh, what you would assume is like a kidney here that kind of got misplaced from when you ripped out the entrails, a lot of the other organs got shifted around in there because of the uh, sudden uh, abundance of space, not kind of holding it in place. Uh, eventually, you do find a uh, stomach because all of a sudden, as you're ripping through there, uh, a large a bulbous thing, and it, it feels very heavy. And as you kind of just dig your hands in and rip it right open, uh, you're greeted with a lot of mashed up uh, rock that you are, are kind of recognizing as, like, raw iron ore that's been kind of chomped up. How much? Uh, pro probably... That's a very good question. He has a bag of holding. He does have a bag... Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know he's just going to shove everything in the world in there. Yep. <laughs> uh, probably. Where the fuck is my information? Um, I'd say if if you want to take a few minutes, there's probably like thirty or forty pounds. I'd say forty pounds of nugget-sized iron ore in there. Yeah, so I'm shoving that into the bag of holding. It's all slimy as shit. Prim doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> And then I want to try and cut off some of those spikes. You could try. I just had this image. Like, he's still wearing that mantis armor. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take some of the Lovestone Marauder <laughs> spikes, add it onto the armor. And as we continue the campaign, this is going to get. All right. So you go for. Uh... You're looking to, to hack a couple of those spikes off? Yep. All right. Once you do a... Once you go for... Okay, so the one of the prominent spikes on its back, why don't you do... Um, take your athletics modifier and your... Uh, it already accounts for your proficiency. Do a d20 plus your athletics. To try yeah. to hack into the the leathery part to try to separate it. 
<laughs> Natural one. Oh no! <laughs> I just cut my fingers off. <laughs> as you, as you, as you do that, you're actually getting. Um, now that the creature's dead and you've kind of shuffled it around a little bit, as you're doing that, the 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 spikes on it uh, seem a little more brittle than you thought they'd be. As you guys were going for like the weaker points that the, the spikes themselves are, are a little bit more fragile than you thought. So the one you're going for actually kind of splinters into a couple pieces. But there is like a, a smaller spike that came off of it that you could grab. All right. I'll grab that one. All right. And then in true Thrym fashion, I'm going to go over to the baby and I'm going to skin it. You evil bastard. <laughs> it's just a baby. Not the baby. How much right. time do we have for this shit? <laughs> Everyone else is like, okay, I still got all my limbs, and Thrym's just like, all right, fucking here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, throw me, throw me, uh, uh, da 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 da. Yeah, I'd say that would be another medicine check to, uh, medicine. Try to try to carve out that. Do you have a dagger on you or any sharp? I have my uh, hand axes. Oh, Actually, yeah. no. I have the dagger that I got last episode from when Cuddy slammed it into his hand, and then I was using it as a toothpick. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you got a dagger, so. And I rolled a 19. Finally. 19. And actually, you're a fighter, so you're proficient with uh, yeah. all that shit. All right, yeah, so 19 plus your proficiency modifier. Which so is nothing. You... <laughs> yeah, so you you get a so you take about ten minutes, and I'm sure Nix and Cuddy are looking at you in uh, a little bit of a horrified uh, visage behind your back yeah. as Nix you're doing not. this. And Nix, you get Nix is leaning on the wall, just kind of accepting the fact that this is what Thrym does. <laughs> oh, while he's doing that, I'm going to climb up this. Okay. Wherever the heck I'm climbing. Right. <laughs> so. Okay, I'll get back to you in one second, Thrym, because this will be what Cuddy does as you're doing this. So you see some handholds on there, Cuddy, and you're you're pretty confident uh, that you'd be able to to climb uh, up on those rocks and use those as like a rock wall climbing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So roll me that 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 dank athletics check. That dank dank athletics check with an eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. You you go. Uh, Climbing is okay. Yep. So you get about twenty feet up with that roll, and you're just you're expertly grabbing the rocks at the right angles. You're getting your fingers in there, and you're about halfway up. Um, as as Thurim is uh carving up his Thanksgiving turkey. So Thrim, you got a uh, I would say with that uh uh a, a good. Small lodestone marauder skin. Nice. I dropped my d20. What do I always drop the d20s? All right. So you are uh, Nix. What are you doing while this uh, craziness is going on? I am standing on the opposite side of the waterfall, just leaning up against this wall. <laughs> And occasionally holding my chalice, my tiefling horn chalice, under the waterfall, and just drinking water, watching this shit happen. 
and you're drinking that and you just feel good, man. Yeah. That's like, it. especially after that fight, you like built up a sweat and it's just, no. it's chilling you right down. I am, I am enjoying the spray of the water. I am enjoying the clean water that I'm drinking. I am back in my element down in the, down in the caves. I am perfectly content. Not even paying attention <laughs> to the blood in the water. I am just happy to be where I am. Not paying any attention to Cuddy. Yeah. Look at this guy making making lemonade out of the lemons. Hey, this is Nix is in his element right now. This is where he is comfortable. Alright. Uh so as uh, Thrym is uh, folding it and kind of shoving it, presumably, into the bag of holdings. Uh, Cuddy, you want to roll another athletics check? Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, yes. You, uh, you, you, a couple times you feel like you're going to slip a little bit, but you do make it to the top, like another fifteen or so feet, and you are currently up on top of the waterfall, and you, you just stand up. It looks like the the, the water uh, kind of curves off to the left a little bit down another hallway that's maybe about 10 or 12 feet high, uh, but about the same width as the tunnels down below. Um, the, the only thing is the water. There's no spots off to the side to avoid it. And yet again, the water's only maybe like three or four inches deep up here. It's not very deep at all. Okay. Um, I'm gonna set up a rope with a piton. Okay, so you take the time to, to do that. I wouldn't have your role for that. You, you've already proven that you're uh, knowledgeable with the pitons <laughs> from our uh, Drider fight. So in a non-stressful situation, you expertly uh, hammer it in and you're tying a rope to it, I'm assuming? Yep. Okay. Hey, Cuddy, do you want me to toss up your dog? The dog, meanwhile, now that you mention it, you all are kind of looking down upon it, or you're looking down on it, and you guys down at the bottom are kind of turning your head. The dog looks anxious as fuck that Cuddy is up on top of that. <laughs> you think you can throw it all the way up? You said it was what, 45 feet? Uh, yeah, yeah, about 35 feet from uh, oh, yeah. him climbing up there. If I stick my arm straight up, I'm almost going to be at the top of it. That's... I could definitely toss him that. <laughs> Your arm straight up is probably about 12 feet. No, because I'm... <laughs> You're about 8 feet tall. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Eight, yeah, it'd be about twelve. My bad. But even still, I could definitely toss him that. Roll a natural one. Yeet the dog against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? How about how about you just tie a little harness for this this guy, and I'll pull him up, and then I'll throw the rope down again. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna kill it, tossing oh, it. A of tightening. <laughs> so, I get the harness, 
And I watched Cuddy put it around the dog's neck when he put the leash on. So that's where I'm going to secure the harness. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Does anyone say anything about this? I don't know any better. It's true, you wouldn't. Um, what do you mean you wouldn't know any better? I don't know what a dog is. I don't... I think no it's way. pretty clear when you tie a rope around something's neck, it's gonna choke it to death. I just <laughs> saw you do that, so that's what I'm doing. I mean, I'm pretty smart, but you're the only one that cares about this thing. It seems attached to you. I don't see why I gotta give a shit what Thrym does with it. He wanted it up the waterfall, he's making it go up the waterfall. You got a problem, you come down and do it yourself. Great. I'll cut the rope, and then I'm hopping down by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so how are you, how are you coming down that, Cuddy? <laughs> I'm just hopping down. You're hopping down? Yep. It's a 40-foot okay. drop. Yeah, yeah, you're like 35, <laughs> 40 feet up there. 35 feet. That's gonna hurt. Yeah, you're gonna have to roll super high on an athletics to not take a lot of fall damage from that. I just want to catch him. So okay. I see cut cutty hurtling from the top of that thing. I'm just gonna catch him. <laughs> okay, so so cutty jumps from the waterfall. Thrim is just happens to be right there, so. <laughs> Uh, Thrim, you want to do an athletics to catch him? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Twenty-six. Oh, my God, the silence. Twenty-six. Yeah, so you, you, you gingerly catch him in your arms, no problem. What's wrong? Uh... Must be a dead end. I said you were gonna kill my fucking dog. Why do you care so much about this? How? Thing? I just put the rope the same place you did. Cause he's cute. It's gonna kill him cause he's cute. Okay, I literally Nick. just put the rope the same place you did. Come on, man. I know that you're like. <laughs> Not the smartest, but <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. Walking walking next to a dog with a rope around its neck's not a big deal compared to <laughs> hauling it up 35 feet of cliff. Uh, now that you mention it, that does kind of make sense. <laughs> the dog, dur during this whole portion, during this whole interaction, it just had, like... If a dog could look apprehensive, it would just, its tail's not wagging, it's kind of halfway down, and it's just kind of like, ears are back, like, looking at the banter between you guys, looking very concerned? I'm just gonna take, like, one finger, and then just, like, slowly pat the top of its head. Say, Sorry, Spunky. As you do that, it kind of like braces down to expect more of the thing, but it 
you give him such a nice gentle pat, it just kind of looks up expecting more, and then just kind of like it, its tongue sticks out and kind of like he wiggles his tail a little bit. Well, I'm gonna stay with the dog now. <laughs> All right. Is the pittance the pittance still up there, right? Yes. All right, so I'll climb up and well, yeah, I'll climb up. All right. You gonna have to roll me a couple athletics checks right there. So nineteen for the first. Okay, you're good. Hold on. 17 for the second. You are golden. You are at the top of the waterfall. So I'll feed a rope down through the pit. Okay. Like I watch Cuddy do. Sure. Yeah, you, you know the basics of tying a decent knot, too. So you get that right on there, and you throw the rope down to your compatriots. After you, good sir. Decent sir. <laughs> Alright, guy. <laughs> Degenerate. How much are you dog ways? Uh, not too much. Gotta ask those questions that <laughs> I hadn't accounted for at all. How much does this dog weigh? Uh, probably from from from. It's kind of on the. I don't want to say it's emaciated, but it's it's very compact. So probably no more than like fifty or sixty pounds. Still a big dog. It's still, yeah, it's a golden retriever. <sighs> Alright, fuck it. I'm gonna climb the rope. Okay. You just you just grab the rope and just throw him, throw yeah. him pulling you up? or Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know if he's... He tied off a knot, so I assume I'm just climbing it up like propelling. Yeah. Alright, so as, you, as you're climbing that, I'll have you do uh, two athletic rolls and the, the DC's lowered because you're using a rope. Instead of slippery rocks. Does it have to be athletics? Can it be acrobatics? Are you flipping up the rope? <laughs> he's just—he's just—he's trying to do the the the. You have the Zora armor, and you're trying to like <sighs> fish up the thing. Fucking I was thinking more like that. Those like circuses where they like do that stuff with the uh, giant silk things that hang from the ceiling. <laughs> Oh god, no! Yes. Yeah, you just like no. you just like loop it around your leg real quick and do a couple spins, and you're at the top. When buoyancy aside, I'll do athletics. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. You're golden on the first one. And a thirteen. Thirteen. You're still golden. All right. So with a uh, very minimal amount of effort. That you're surprised at your ability to climb a, a rope on a waterfall. You kind of expected it to be more difficult. Yeah, uh, you were up at the top with Thrym. Alright. 
I'm going to tie a harness around the dog appropriately. <laughs> Not around its neck. Man. Once, the jaw, once around the neck. And then once right down the center of the sternum coming up between his hind legs. The most uncomfortable way you could possibly harness it. And the, the dog is just letting you do this. He's not squirming or trying to get out. He's just looking at you. Uh, yet again, if a, if a dog could, could, if you could really tell it's smiling, it's like just looking at you smiling while you're doing this. Tails wagging furiously. All right, hold on, Spunky. <laughs> and then I'm going to climb up. Okay. Um, 15. Yes, sir. Oh, no. That's a nat one. A nat oh. one. Uh, so you get to the, the water has now started to soak the rope a little bit on your second, like, kind of huge thrust on it. Um, roll a athletics or acrobatics to try to catch yourself. 25. I'm sorry. Um. 25. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Sorry, I was misreading my shit. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're golden. So right as you you slip, but almost immediately, like, reach a hand up and, like, solidly grab the rope and kind of course correct yourself. And with that high of a roll as well, you, you pop to the top of the waterfall as well. And then I'll try to pull the dog out. Okay. Can someone help me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch him like get ready to start and I'll just like grab it with him. Okay. Between the both of you guys you hoist up uh spunky with no issues. Spunky. Spunky. Dog. He's just looks super happy to be near you guys again. Right. So, as you guys are, as you two are kind of petting this dog and he's getting all the wonderful love and attention in the world, uh, Nyx, you are looking around while they're doing this. You're looking ahead of you. It looks like the, 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 the it's flat and it looks like the water curves around to the left. Um, and you could have sworn that you just saw this quick flash of white light. And as soon as it's there, it's gone. Like reflecting off of the 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 rock facing around the corner. Anyone else see that? What? There's a flash of light ahead. Didn't see a thing. I didn't see it. So one of your weird floaty lights again? No, I put those away. But speaking of, I'll take out one of my dancing lights and send it ahead. <laughs> sure. So you bring it to right where, like, the curve is? Yeah. Okay. And as you guys are uh, all, all looking towards that area, um, Cuddy, you are hearing uh, Spunky kind of give off a little bit of a low growl towards that direction. Oops. Something's bothering the dog up ahead, I think. Can you silence him? I would rather not be detected if it's dangerous. 
That doesn't help. <laughs> you you do that, and the dog like its ears go back down, like it did something wrong, and kind of like lowers its head at you. I'm going to stealth. I'm going to snuff out the light, and I'm going to stealth up to that corner and see if I can. Sure. Okay. Uh, want to roll me a stealth check to do that? Sixteen. Sixteen. So you uh, don't raise your legs above the water. You actually use the water to kind of like move your legs to try to not cause any uh, excess splashing. And you peek around the corner, and maybe it's 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 further than your 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 light uh, dark vision can kind of see. But the the path keeps going straight for. What is it? You have 120, I think. Yeah. You have a... oh, that's my music. Uh for for from you can't tell, but from your dark vision on, you can't tell anything down there. Mm. I'm gonna walk back to the other guys. There's something suspicious about this tunnel, but it goes on for a while. I think if we proceed quietly, we shouldn't raise too much attention. What What did the light look like? It was just a did, quick flash. Does it keep happening? I only saw it once. You guys want to roll perception check down the co corner? 18. 23. Save your roll, Cuddy? 15. Oh, 15. Oh, did you yawn Actually, when you said that? No, yeah, a little bit. Actually, oh, my, my bad. I thought you just yawn. Okay, so um, Nixon Thrym, you guys are just keenly paying attention to that. And just for uh, uh, a millisecond, you just see bright light flash gone. I like your description. Super bright gone. Were any of these Maybe that's us, or were they just like way down the corridor? Uh, from where you are, you're just seeing like you're you're presuming it's it's a light that's being reflected down the hallway. Hmm. You think those could be the mushrooms, Thurm? That's what I'm thinking. It is called the blink mushroom, and that's kind of a blinking light. Well. Let's go investigate, I assume. We need these if we're going to locate Bjorn. So I'll start going down the hallway, but I'll do it quietly, as quietly as I can in that type of water. Sure, okay. Yeah, you want to roll a uh, stealth check too? Yep. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you saw Nix and his uh, method of trying not to disturb the water to minimize that, so you kind of mimic that, and you you feel like you you and Nix 
are, are really not making a lot of noise moving that. Your your stealth roll will still apply for this, Nyx. So Guess I gotta go stealthy, too. Come on, don't be the only loud one. Don't be 17. the shade. Does he yeah, have to roll handling to keep the dog quiet? That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> so as you go up ahead, Cuddy, for the first time, uh, you notice uh, Spunky has not uh, walked towards you. Come on. Come on. And it, it, it it's it's kind of like sitting in the water. And as you say that, it goes it goes to stand up again. But then it like looks at the at the curve and immediately like sits back down again. Oh, what the heck! There's there's an invisible vacuum cleaner at that corner and it's not going anywhere near it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go reassure Spunky. All right, roll an animal handling check. <laughs> I will be back for you, friend. Maybe unless I die. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. He he looks a little. The, he's still kind of like very quietly growling. Like if you didn't walk back up to him again, you wouldn't have noticed. But it, it looks a little less apprehensive. Like you feel like if you gave it a command, it would Spunky would listen. Gonna tell it to stay. Okay. And as you walk away, it kind of whimpers towards you a little bit. Or he, I should say. At this point, you guys are probably uh, seen as junk dangling. Yeah, there's must piss in the water. <laughs> Alright, so you guys, uh, are you, you and Thrim are both at the corner at this point? Yeah. Okay. And Cuddy, uh, you walk over and join them. Uh, it looks like Nix and Thrym are putting a lot of effort into being stealthy, and you just kind of casually walk up, but you're, the, the path that you make through the water is like half of what they make. Like, this is like no problem for you whatsoever to kind of uh, wiggle your way around being Fuck. a rogue. Fucking rogues. Um, so Amateurs. as you guys are, are, are going around the corner, you guys are looking down, and you can't see past your dark vision limit. Um, but all of a sudden you do see this like blue squiggle of light that kind of out outside, outside the range, right dead center kind of goes from like diagonal left top to diagonal right down in like a zigzag pattern. And as that happens, the, the, the reflection of that light like zaps all around you and the whole like tunnel is illuminated for that like millisecond and you've all seen it this time. Did we see what created the flash? Or was it just... uh, all you saw was this jagged uh, white blue line that traveled down. Like a tiny lightning bolt. Like a tiny lightning bolt. And we would both know what that looks like because our weapons do it. Yes, sir. That doesn't look good. I'm going to, like, gently take my sword out of, like, I'm going to take my sword, like, five or six inches out of its sheath and see if it's, like, reacting at all. Okay, so you're you're just waiting for that to happen again? 
I'm kind of waiting for it to happen again and trying to see if this is like natural or arcane. I, I want to, I don't know. I want to try to get a sense if this is a magical effect or if it's some bioluminescent shit. Sure. Okay. So right as, right as you pull it out, um, you expected it to take longer, but all of a sudden, right as you pull it out of its sheath a little bit, like you can, like in your peripheral, you see the flash happen again. You didn't see the the bolt down the hall. But you saw it like reflect on it, and it looks like um, shadow fall. Sorry, shadow fell. Shadow fell. It doesn't seem like all you see is the reflection of the light that bounced off of shadow fell. So the bolt within the sword isn't real. It is not. No. I'm going to continue moving forward quietly. Okay, sure. You guys following suit? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cuddy, as you go around the corner, you hear like this like soft whistle come from Spunky. But right as you go around the corner, you look and he's staying right there. Well, come on then. So you're beckoning Spunky to come with you? Yep. Okay, so very cautiously, just splish, 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 uh, Spunky makes his way towards you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking babysitting right, so... a dog. <laughs> so you guys are, are, are quietly going down the hallway and... The next flash happens maybe 10 seconds after you guys start walking. And this one uh, looks like it's like bottom left to top right now. It's not in the same direction as the other bolt was when you were paying attention to it. Um, and then you you, you guys are kind of paying attention to it, but it, there doesn't seem to be a pattern as about three seconds afterwards, another bolt jut, juts off in a different direction and, and illuminates the hall. Um, as you guys get closer, um, I need you guys to roll me a perception check. 21. Okay. Eight, 18. 16. 16. Uh, Thrym and Cuddy, you hear audibly like an echo of a zap. Like, and you're familiar with it because of your weapon and, and from when, when Nyx casts, uh, a lightning spell, or you have that too. You just hear like this. Uh, Nix, you hear that as well, but you feel in on your ankles. You almost feel like this, like electric current that is being passed along the water, as well. Is there any dry area to step onto, or am I? The entire uh, hallway is just it's it's one river of water coming down. All right, this is definitely electricity. I, I thought we already do that. Yeah, but I'm starting to feel it now. We may, we may be walking into a dangerous. Hooray! You guys making your way. Um, I'll kind of get get up in front because that's what 
Thrym does when danger happens. Okay. And then Cuddy, you're behind Nyx? Yeah. Okay. Um, now that you're now paying attention to it, the next one happens about 15 seconds later, and um, you all hear this audible zip as it happens again, and all three of you feel like this, like, it's just like a tingle on your ankles. It's it's nothing uh, that's really fucking with you, and uh, you don't feel like it's having any effect besides, like, the tingling of, like, uh, static electricity kind of being... Uh, conveyed around your body kind of thing can we see where it's coming from yet the the bolts ahead of you are are getting larger now but it's still out of your range of um dark vision do you guys want me to send a light down there maybe we can see the source yeah all right I'll, I'll send a dancing light down. Okay, that's 150, so that's a little past your dark vision, right? 120. It reaches just the edge of my dark vision. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. So you guys continue to follow the... You can feel the uh, pulses. Just It's random. Sometimes it's five seconds. Sometimes it's 15. Sometimes it's like one after the other in really quick succession. Um, it's getting uh, a bit like... The, the, the bolts are getting larger and larger as you're going um, and all of a sudden your dancing light uh, it stops reflecting on the top and Nyx you've gotten the impression based off your ability to control it that it opens up right right currently at the edge of your dark vision well we have another chamber And then up, up ahead, maybe 60 feet ahead of you, it does look like on the left-hand side of this area is like a good 15-foot stretch wide of like dry land that you could walk on if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going over. Yeah, I'm definitely going there. Okay. Cuddy and following them. Spunky on the side too. Right, Not that so I at, fully understand what's happening, but following. So you guys are uh, getting closer to the dancing lights now. Uh, you're, are you keeping it right at that spot, or are you continuing to push yeah, it on? I'm going to keep it at the threshold of the next chamber. Okay, so as you guys are getting closer and closer to it, now the, the little zips are now a lot louder. And you're, you're getting... The, the, now that you're closer down, you're noticing that the, the stretches of uh, uh, presumably electricity are in now different spots. Like, it's no longer just in that down the hallway. Like, you were far enough away where if it moved left or right, you wouldn't notice. Now it, it seems to kind of be in different spots up ahead of you in the darkness. Just gonna keep walking. Okay. Yeah. So, how close to uh, your threshold dancing light do you guys want to go to? Uh, fifteen feet. Fifteen feet. Okay. So now, all of a sudden, as you guys get closer, and right at the edge, I'll, I'll say for 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 planning purposes for you guys, right at the edge of your dark vision, you see something kind of drift in and then drift out of your sight. And when it does, you see like a zip of lightning across 
whatever came into your vision and went out of your vision. Yeah, I'm killing the light. Okay, so the light winks right out. Um, you guys still have your dark vision. Uh, you hear some splashing um, up ahead as well. It's something that you've kind of been drowning out because you've been paying attention to this. It sounds like there's another waterfall up ahead, but this is a lot smaller. Um, sounding, I should say. It's peeing. It's 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 urinating. Um, and and yet again, um, from where you guys are standing now, because you you stopped moving. As soon, did you keep going with the lights winked out or stood still? I kept, I kept the light at, I guess you could call the doorway of the chamber. And when we got within fifteen feet, that's when we saw whatever moved. Mm-hmm. So I guess we were fifteen feet. That the the light is in the doorway. We're fifteen feet from the doorway. As soon as I saw that thing move, I flicked up. Okay. So whatever's in there probably saw the light and probably saw the light. Okay, yeah. So as, you, as you're as you kind of extrapolating that, another, like, something peer, peers out and it looks like a face into your dark vision range and then zips back in. But then something trails along with the head back in and you see some sort of spikes. Mm-hmm. And t- you see two spikes and electricity zips from one into the other, and then after about four seconds, it disappears again into the darkness. So this is large. Should I go see what it is? I almost... I kind of want to ask Cuddy to do it. Because when we... (laughs) When we hit him with the shocking grass in the bar yesterday, I could tell he was hamming it up, but I don't think he's as affected as by electricity as he lets on. Oh, I assure you I'm affected by electricity. <laughs> he also... Did you... The walls are rock, correct? The wall. The walls, for the most part, are granite. Um, and there's also some, uh, how you pronounce it, like, nice, G-N-E-S-S. You got it. Nice. Nice. But yeah, it's, it's typical, it's typical rock that you'd be, you'd be used to. But I'm gonna say, yeah, but I can do this, and then try and blend into the wall. Alright, so with advantage stealth. Seven. 15. 15? Okay. So you, uh, do your best up against the wall. That's all fine and dandy, but I still feel like having the sneaky-ass rogue that silently to try to sneak in and invest. Um, is anybody else having trouble hearing Robin? Uh, yep. he, cut out, he cut out a little bit on that. <clears throat> okay. Well, that is a nice talent. I feel like we should ask the sneaky-ass rogue that has been silently walking behind us to go in and investigate. Sneaky-ass. Alright, I'm gonna pet the dog on the head, and I'm gonna offer one of my daggers to it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hilt first? Yeah. Alright, so Spunky just opens up his mouth and gingerly takes the dagger in its mouth. They give him like two good pets on the head. 
Uh, I'm gonna walk over to Spunky and just stand beside him and slowly like pet him with one of my fingers. And it's almost right. like a goosebump effect. Where like you see him like like and then just kind of relax and enjoy that. Alright. I will sneak out. Okay. Seventeen. Alright. So you uh, venture deeper in? Yep. Alright, so now uh all of a sudden, like the same thing, as you get closer, something very large comes in, but it actually doesn't leave your dark vision this time. Um, right up ahead of you, you now notice there's a circular waterfall, almost like a like a, a circle just coming down from like somewhere up ahead of you. It looks like above you is probably 70 or 80 feet high. You can see the top of it, but it looks like there's a hole right in the dead center. It looks like water is just like pouring down it. Um, not as um, wide as the waterfall, but it looks like this is the source of where the water's coming from. And circling around this waterfall, flying through the air, sparking violently occasionally, is a huge snake-like creature. It looks like very vicious snapping jaws and strange pole-like protrusions dotting all over its slippery body, looking flesh. Um... As it's making a revolution around the waterfall, you hear a very large, like, zap, and you see more of the arcs of electricity are traveling from those poles around its body. Um, you notice that it doesn't seem to notice you. It's still just kind of circling lazily around it. Uh, you also notice uh, near the waterfall, there's a little tiny, like, hill of land that's above it, right next to the waterfall. <sighs> And near, there's like a little bit of like mist from like where the water's coming in. Uh, you are noticing uh, a small blue-white pale mushroom that's sitting right on top of there, uh, glowing very brightly. Uh, it's been kind of blocked out from like the angle of the waterfall where the lightning was the only thing you guys were seeing. But from your angle now, you can see that your uh, strange mushroom, presumably what you're looking for, is there. Um, and then kind of splishing around near that mushroom, it looks like there are two small creatures that are kind of like swirling around each other, making like little like noises. Now that you've gotten close enough, they look almost like large puffer fish with two beady yellow eyes. And they, they're also just kind of like circling or they almost look like they're playing with each other. And they, they haven't looked like they haven't noticed you as well. I'm gonna return to the crew and tell them about it. Oh man. There was some crazy, I think it was like a snake, but there's definitely the mushroom is in there, but there's some sort of giant serpent creature. Do I know anything about this from my studies? Uh, roll me. Be presumably do do do. Hmm. Roll me a history check because you'll be recalling books. Fair enough. Hmm. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, from that description, and especially from what uh, the elder said, um. All you're able to gather is most likely this is something 
uh, from the ethereal plane. Ugh. The description's not mad. Like, a, sn- a snake to you doesn't float through the air. It, uh... Is it... Is it something I've come across just fighting? Uh, absolutely not, no. I didn't think so. What about... Oh, he hasn't described the puffer fish yet, has he? And there's some sort of weird puffer fish. <laughs> what about those? <laughs> um, the puffer fish, no. Okay. These are beasts from another plane. You think so? The way I see it, we have two options. We can either try... We can try to sneak in and swipe that mushroom. Or we have to face off with this beast. And I am going to presume, since it exudes electricity, that electrical attacks aren't going to do shit against them. We could try to steal it. It's it's fine, I, I guess. How close is the mushroom to the wall? Uh, it was too dark for me to tell. You are also, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I should say, how do you notice when you were getting closer? There is a lot of mist in the air from just kind of like the aerosolization of the, the water hitting hitting the uh, the pool. Um, so um, you would get the impression that you guys could probably get closer without being detected if you were sneaky about it. Feel a TPK coming on. Mm. Don't be a baby. <laughs> Thrim, how are you feeling right now? I've definitely been better. Here, take this, and I hand him one of my potions. What a guy. Damn it. That is. 2d4 plus 4? 2. Plus 2, yeah, yeah. And if you expend an action, you get the full amount, so that's 10 hit points from that one potion? Yep. Oh. Yeah, we're out of combat, so you wouldn't need to decide on that. Yeah, you just guzzle that sucker down. Savor it. Feel the tingle. Savor the flavor. What about you, Cuddy? Where are you at? What do you mean? Well, I don't think we should walk into this sneaky or not, being able to take a hit or two. I don't know why you're asking me about that. I didn't even get hit. I wasn't exactly watching you against the Lugstone Marauders. I was paying attention to the giant beast trying to eat us. How are you? I'm fine. I didn't get hit. Well, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Hey. 
I think I think I think we'll do better now. Spunky's got a dagger. <laughs> Spunky's a non-combatant. Then why did you give him a weapon? Yeah, he's got a weapon. He's a combatant now. So he can feel safe. Hey, Spunky. As you, you say that, to... you look at him and he just kind of wags his tail happily. <laughs> With a you want to kill some monsters, buddy? He just kind of, he still is wagging his tail a little bit less enthusiastically, but. All right, Spunky. You gotta stay here. You need to stay. Okay, and he plants his butt on the ground. Who taught you this? Who trained you? He he try he tries to he tries to like rough at you a little bit, but then like he gets halfway through it and then he like stops. Smart dog. Okay, let's do this. We're gonna sneak right, in and try to steal getting, it. Getting I'll closer. be the bait, I guess. All right, so you guys are gonna try to get closer. Yep. Uh, I'm going. Okay, we can play this out. And marching before, order. Who's Cuddy your head? Yeah. Before Cuddy Cuddy goes to walk, and before he goes, I want to grab him by the shoulder and be like, "You're going to be the best one to steal it. Maybe you shouldn't be bait." <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm just going to go try and steal it, and when I get caught. <laughs> it's probably gonna chase after me. Okay. Unless you actually want to be bait. <laughs> I'll follow you. I got your six. If it goes after you, I'll hit it. Okay. Alright, so Cuddy's in the lead. Thrim, just for marching order to get closer. So Cuddy would be first. I'm second. Thrim and then Nyx, and then you are leaving uh, Spunky down the hall. Okay, so in this circumstance, I'll give you guys a visual. So this is what we're currently looking at. So the creature is... So I just drew that circle to see so you know that like that's where the waterfall's hitting the ground, so that area behind it is still available for whatever. Um, the water is still only about ankle deep. Um, you guys are now officially able to get the same look that Cuddy had at it. Uh, Nyx, now that you visually see that and also see those other creatures, if you wanted, if you guys wanted to roll uh, some history checks to try to identify them, you can. Yeah, I'm going to roll again. Why not? Eleven. Worse than last time. Ten. <laughs> right. Or clueless. I'm sorry, Cuddy, did you say? What? Oh, you can roll a history check, too. 
I have no clue where it is. You can still well, realize I'm not. I'm not, from the, I'm not from the you're underdark. A, you're a swashbuckling pirate, man. You know water creatures. This is a freshwater creature. Uh, what am I doing? Rolling. History. History. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, n all you guys are able to kind of piece together from this weird fucking flying snake creature is is what she told you that this is it kind of the the creatures themselves look moderately aquatic but you can tell by the the radius of that blink shroom and what the elder told you that these are creatures that belong to the uh, astral plane um and the astral plane is more or less all open air so the, a lot of what you're seeing is very counterintuitive to the fact that you would almost imagine them living in an ocean. If only I had a banish. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll. I like your little move. ninja icon. <laughs> uh, how deep does the water seem? So you're not paying attention. I think he said it was about ankle deep. Yes, sorry. Okay. Hey, guys, look over there. Doesn't that look a lot like me? There's another thread icon on the screen. <laughs> Where? At least on my screen, behind the, uh, like, directly behind the snake thing, there's another thread icon. Yeah, like oh. right there. No, not on mine. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's here on mine. Dude, that's weird. Yeah, let me, uh, hold on. It's the ghost of Thrym. You guys see that? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, so it's about it's about angle deep, and the the mist itself is it, it wouldn't give you a bonus, but you feel like it kind of lightly obscures you. Okay, so so this is going to be a minor. Uh, Nixon through me, you guys can do stuff if you want, but what I'm going to do is, as Cuddy does stuff, I'm going to be um, having the creatures do their shit and then responding appropriately. Are we okay, using our so... previous stealth rolls? I'm sorry? Are we using our previous stealth rolls? Uh, no, if you guys were to do anything at this point... Um, if you guys were to venture deeper in, you would probably have to roll, um, stealth rolls. I'm gonna stay put. I'm actually gonna step around and <coughs> die a little. Uh, one, two, three, six, just to get a better visual on the creature. Okay. So, Cuddy and Thrim, I'll need stealth checks. 
I wasn't going to move. No, that's fine. I got 19. 19, okay. okay. Should I roll a stealth since I moved? Ah, uh, yes, please. Uh, ew, 10. Okay. So, Nyx, you, you're you're pretty positive. Um, as you guys move, the uh, the little puffer fish creatures, they're, they're probably about the size of a basketball. And they're, it looks like they float, but they tend to want to, like, splash in the water. So they're, they're kind of, like, bouncing around a little bit. So they're kind of dancing around each other, kind of being creepy little basketball fish creatures. And the other creature at this point um, is slowly making its way, uh, curling around. It's maybe only 15 feet up in the air. And it's curling. It's not hovering up or down. It's just currently, like, looks like it's starting to circle the waterfall. Yeah, that is not the direction I was hoping it was circling. Well, it really is... Like, up above where that circle is, though, right? It's not actually in those squares where it's it located. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Essentially, it would be... It would roughly be right here, except higher. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm kind of using that as, like, a height thing. Thank you for pointing that out. So, yeah, I'll still I'll still keep it here for, for reference. Okay. We just know that it's 15 feet up. Yep. Okay. 10, 20, 25, 30, 35. That's my turn. I'm still keeping your stealth check into consideration. Okay, and they don't see you. The basketball creatures go that way and the that moves two per for what I did and the big giant eel looking creature uh, starts to make a revolution around uh, still hovering about 15 feet and is now start it's like at the like six o'clock according to the uh, waterfall. Anyone else? I'm not doing it. I'm not moving. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to slink over a couple more, another 10 feet, and a little further back, so I'm against the wall. Okay. I just want to try to keep a visual. I just want to try to keep a visual on the serpent. Sure. Yeah, Cuddy is up against the wall. Um, that one goes there. The other one goes chasing after it. And it's about the three o'clock portion currently. Let's see. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to take a ball bearing out of one of my bags. And I'm going to chuck it like over here. Sure. Okay. So want to use a athletics to huck it across the room? Can I use dex? Just throwing it. Just throwing it? Yeah, you could use dex. I'll give that to you. 18? 18, yeah. No problem at all. You just huck it. It goes about 10 feet in the air, and right as it starts its descent, you just hear this uh, almost like a knock on the other side of the room, and all three of the creatures kind of shift their bodies towards that. <coughs> and in that response, those guys go there, and one, two, uh, they start heading in that direction. Five, 15, 20. Do you want me on the square with the mushroom? Or... Uh, you don't need to be. All right, I'll try to grab it. All right. So the, the mushroom itself, it's like probably like half the size of the uh, of those weird fish. Like it's, it's a large mushroom, but um, so something you normally wouldn't see so big on the surface. And it just kind of pulses with this like faint blue light and all, as you as you're looking at it you can actually almost see through it as if it's not he quite here uh but not quite there like from the description you get the sense that it's almost existing on both planes at the exact same time fucking weird You're gonna go grab it. I'm gonna pluck it out of the ground. You're gonna pluck it out of the ground. As you do that, uh, your hand kind of goes numb as you pick it up, and it, it it turns into a solid light blue color as you pick it. Versus it had like a blue white whitish tinge, and now that you've it taken it off, it's now just a solid blue mushroom. that one two and they're they're now currently over your area to examine it anyone while they're there hiding in that corner get a little marker here you know we've already established that my dancing lights just poof into existence yep. they don't like start in my hand and travel so I'm going to set up my dancing lights right there and have okay. all four of them have all four of them just kind of spin in a slow circle just kind of a nice lit up distraction all right uh, you're doing that at the same time that Cuddy is plucking the mushroom or are you waiting till after um I was actually planning on doing that the same moment he threw his dagger. Oh, the ball bearing? 
or yeah, the ball bearing. I, I was when he started making that distraction. I was thinking about making a distraction. So okay, for, so for for the sake of this, as they were ex- examining that spot where the ball bearing hit the wall, right where they're looking out, like where currently Cuddy is, you you snuck forward right as he plucks the mushroom. The four lights blink into existence and start spinning. Uh, you notice Nyx, the two uh, small fish. Their eyes start glowing from yellow to red. And they're, like, staring intently at the lights. Um, and the big old Chungus boy uh, charges forward and tries to bite at the dancing lights. Just for shits and giggles. He hits the wall behind it. I don't even give a fuck about damage. Uh, and the bite goes in, and he actually goes through them, and it looks like his jaws grab onto some rock, and the whole body, like, does a whip movement, and as it does that, electricity pulses out, and as the whip kind of, like, balances out, you hear a crack as, like, chunks of rock have been ripped out of the wall, and currently the creature is, like, wrestling with this giant chunk of, like, granite in its mouth. I mean... I would love to yell to Cuddy to get the fuck out of there, but I'm not yelling in this cavern. Theramir's still just holding still there. Well, all that distraction's happening. I'm going to try and move quietly over to here and blend into the wall. Okay, so still check. You're not near, so were you, I'm assuming you were sneaking over to that spot? Yeah. Okay, so that's just that would be a flat roll since you weren't near that that's what I thought. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, no problem at all. You just get now you're just kinda chilling up against the wall, leaning on it. Alright, so Cuddy, if you're moving at this point, I would have you refresh your stealth roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, they are distracted with what's going on there. Okay. Nyx, as you see Cuddy uh, sneaking away from that spot, you notice the, the small creatures, their eyes go back to being yellow. And they're actually kind of looking at each other at this point. I mean, I presume my lights are still. They are, yep. As as uh, as the um the 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 creature kind of pulls away from the wall, the lights are still at that spot dancing. Hmm, they're dancing lights. Who would dancing have lights? Huh? Whoa! Accurate <clears throat> descriptions. All right. All right. Cool. Nick, are you doing anything? I am not moving until I know that Cuddy is out of the way. Alright, Cuddy. Because I have I have to hold position or else those lights follow me. Or blink out. Uh keep moving. Um, 
as you're going, Cuddy, um, one of them, one of the little baby poopy fish, uh, starts to head in your direction. It seems like it caught a little bit of noise from that direction. Its eyes, Nyx, as you see this happen, are still yellow, though. The other two didn't seem to notice anything going on. So, Thrym, you're staying put right there? Well, I moved over to the wall, and I'm kind of leaning against it, so now I want to try and blend into the wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can reroll a stealth for that then. feel like you're uh, sufficiently nestled into the wall there. Um, Cuddy, as you were walking by, um, you felt like you were you were doing okay, but then you kind of glance in Nyx's direction and he seems to be like tracking something like moving and you get you get the impression something may be a little bit onto you. Um, so I'll need you to roll a stealth check on your next movement. Oh, okay. Well, I'm moving now. Okay. And that was another 17. 17, okay, cool. Nick, you look over and the big creature, it looks like most of the rock is out of its mouth and it just kind of like rises up about to about 20 feet by your estimation and begins to kind of lazily circle around again. It, at this point, they're ignoring the, the swirly lights. Right. Um, the creature nearest, the big creature, makes like a chirping noise to the other one, and the other one starts to turn around again. Alright. So I'm gonna blink out the lights and start <clears throat> sneaking back down the hallway towards Thrim and Cuddy. Okay. Roll one final stealth check. Ugh. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. You look back, and there looks like the creatures are now back to swirling around each other, and the uh, big creature is just lazily moving around the waterfall to the point where its head is kind of obscured by the waterfall. The fuck is their passive perception? Two? Uh, they're fucking garbage. And I'm, ro I'm rolling, like... When you're rolling stealth checks, like, during that whole investigation phase, I was rolling perception for them, but yeah, their passive <laughs> perception is absolute shit. Good to know. <laughs> Alright. Suppose at this point we sneak out of the cavern. I'd say for the sake of where you guys are and what they're doing with their passive perceptions, they don't perceive a threat anymore. Uh, you guys are fine to move down the hall without any more stealth checks. <laughs> Fucking rogues! Yeah. As uh, as 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 a well-known DM has been has said before. Well, I guess I can rip up that encounter. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, we can go back and fight it if you want. <laughs> just, you guys, just uh... out of curiosity, what did that like? How much damage could that bite do? Uh... Oh, we could fight him still. We could fight him still. You never yeah, know what happens. So at at the end of our at the end of our episode, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. All right. So you guys make your way down the uh, the hall. Uh, you guys, of course, are looking behind you, uh, and, and you've now got back to uh, Spunky, and you're still seeing the arcs of electricity off of that creature. Um, but it's the same old, same old. Nothing seems to be coming after you. Um, it looks like you guys got away scot free with that. Uh, Spunky is so happy to see you, Cuddy. He runs over and uh, tries to, like, jump on you a little bit and kind of <clears throat> pokes you a little bit with the dagger. Ow. Well, I'll just pet him. You know. Okay. Typical. Your typical dog welcome. All right. So you guys doing the uh, same approach with the waterfall on your way back? Well, <clears throat> well no, we're, gonna, we're gonna climb down the rope. We're not gonna do um, cutting and jump off the edge. All right. So for, for the sake of uh, doing a shit ton of acrobatics checks, I'll assume you guys took your time and levied the dog down nice and orderly. Um. So you guys are, are now headed out back. You find the corpses of the marauders there. Uh, one of them without skin. <laughs> and you, you you make your way out of the uh, the cave and make it back to the area with the chimes and the very large ropes. Alright. <clears throat> well, we should get through um, some room back to the woman. Well, when we climb down the rope, because it's my rope and I don't want to lose it, I want to try and yank the rope out, like the pitten out of the stone. Okay. All right. Do a do a add your proficiency bonus with a d twenty. And that would be strength. Uh just uh d twenty plus. What's your proficiency plus three? Uh, well, it depends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yep. Yeah. D twenty plus three. 19 actually 19 Shit. you you not only like yank it you do a little bit of like a shake so like this like wave goes up the rope and you just hear like this chink and you just give it a couple more tugs and you just see the python with the knot like fall down the waterfall all right so i'm gonna curl the rope back up and then unknot it and take off the python and hand it back to cuddy cool can you undo a sailor's knot? I'd imagine oh, that's what it is. your knot because Cuddy cut his rope. Yeah. Knot. Yep, mind. yeah, that'd be, that'd be Thrim's knot. knot. Alright. So, yeah, you make your. You guys are heading back to. The Elhoe rope. Cuddy, what the hell? You fucking what, what mate? What mate? What? <laughs> That's graffiti on our map. The hell? Alright, so for the uh, 
I don't want you guys to walk away too empty-handed. Uh, you guys get 900 experience points each for succeeding that encounter. <laughs> you just rip up that encounter. Well, so just rip that bitch up. Hey, everybody seemed like they didn't want to fight it. Well, I would have been interested in fighting it, but most of my spells are electric-based, so, like, Nyx wouldn't want to fight that. <laughs> Nobody wants to walk into a fight where they know they don't have an advantage. We're in a watery area with an electrically-based astral creature. I have fire and electricity. What the fuck good am I going to do? Hit it with a fireball. I don't have fireball. Well, why not? Because I'm not that caster. I have lightning bolt. You know this. He's not that mage. Wow. That's every mage. That's it. That is usually every mage. Even, even my wizard who refuses to cast evocation spells has fireball known. Yeah. yeah well, I, I took lightning bolt instead because I wanted a hundred foot line of destruction, not a thirty foot ball of destruction. All right. <laughs> I wanted a hundred foot line to just line up the enemies and gun them down. It's about balance. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta explode things in a big circle. Yeah, well, maybe at the next level, I'll take fireball as my new spell. Alright. Alright. So, uh, you guys, after a while, make it back out of the lower reaches. Uh, you kind of, Thrym knows the direction, so he brings you guys back to that central corridor and brings you, uh, you guys are heading right to the Elder, I'm assuming? Yeah. Cool. Um, you guys go back there again. You guys are still getting weird looks from the random stone giants walking around. Uh, you do see the two that you saw uh, kind of just chatting in the hallway and they kind of like nod they, like they see that you're battered and bruised but they're kind of like nodding to you appreciatively as what we a... pass them I'm gonna reach into the bag of holding and pull out the uh, small lodestone marauder skin and hold it out and like have the one that offered for the dog skin look at it and that one looks at the, the skinnier one he's like He's like, whoa, you took a... Wait, you just found a little one down there? I, I couldn't skin the big one. Oh my gosh. You took, you took out I a tried. mother. It didn't work. That's impressive for you guys. Way to go. And he like pats you on the shoulder and you like get jolted around. It's as if you pat like Nick's on the shoulder. Yeah, then I'll just stuff it back in the back of holding and be like, yeah, it was, it was an interesting battle. Pretty fun. Hey, way to go! Uh, if you ever wanna join the tribe, you know we'll we'll have a spot for you if you want. I don't know. I kind of like wandering around, but I might come back to do some hunting at some point. Hey, we'll we'll take you anytime. That's 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 really impressive. He looks up at the big guy, and the big guy he just has his arms crossed, and he's just like nodding, like, okay, okay. And you guys make your way uh, to the elder. Um, you guys get to the door and you guys knock and yet again, she brings you, you know, she beckons you in. 
This time she's she looks like she has some powdered crushed up stuff in another uh, mortar. And she looks over, she goes, that that was quick. Uh, did you find one? Bum, bum, ba, da, da. <laughs> Hold up this massive mushroom. And she she sighs. She goes, I was a little worried. Uh, those things wouldn't pop around down there anymore. Um, was it, was it, how dangerous was it? I mean, there was a couple of things we came across. Two we took care of. Three we just kind of didn't want to deal with, so we snuck around them. Okay. Did they didn't seem to follow you out, did they? No, they didn't even realize we were there. Oh, thank goodness! Those all sorts of nasty creatures come from around these things when they're in the ground. It's fantastic. And then she goes over and she takes like a little, uh, like kitchen-looking knife and starts cutting it up. And she takes a sliver of it and puts it in the mortar and she puts the rest aside. And she begins to like grind the shit out of it, and she goes, oh, "Well, who who will be uh who will be doing this with you?" And she looks at all three of you, and she looks at the dog too. What do you mean? Oh, well, I'll be able to 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 bind uh your life forces together. So what 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 he sees, you'll see. If you want, you don't need to partake in this if you don't want to. It could be a little intense. I think no offense, Cuddy, but I think Nyx is probably the right call for this. Well, she asked who was going with him. I'm just making sure. I don't want to do it. That sounds awful. All right, um... I'm going to be burning an incense, so I'll need you to wait outside if you don't want to experience the effects of it. Y'all head out with the pup. Alright. And she looks at, at you, Nyx, and she goes, you'll be joining us? Yes. Excellent. And she goes over, and she goes... I haven't had to do this in a while, and she... she kind of looks over a book and she looks like she's like memorizing something. She, she keeps having, it looks like she's saying the same thing over and over again. And then she goes back over to where you guys are. She takes the powder in the mortar after she kind of gr was grinding it while she was chatting with you. And she kind of raises her hand and summons like a ball of flame right in the middle of the room. And she takes the powder and just pours it over the flame. And almost immediately this dark purple, smoke immediately starts enveloping the room. And she goes, sit, sit, you'll you'll fall down. And she sits down with you. I I can't come along, but I'll if you talk to me, I will be there. She goes, breathe in slowly. Don't cough. Just relax. Um as you as the smoke starts to fill the room, it it, it smells very strong almost reminiscent of sulfur in a way, a very harsh scent. But as you breathe it in, you'd honestly, you'd probably expect it to burn your lungs, but it actually kind of tingles the insides of your chest. Um, you breathe it in, it does. it's not harsh, you breathe it back out, you breathe more in. Um, and it's almost that feeling of like vertigo that you experience. And she just starts talking, she goes, 
Where do you think Bjorn was taken, Thrym? I'm not sure. He went through a portal, another plane of some sort. Another plane that could be anywhere. I, I need I need more to do this properly. He was taken by a follower. He was taken by a follower of Loth. I can only imagine he was taken to the abyss. Ah, that that yes, that narrows it down. Okay, keep breathing. In, out, good. The 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 tingle tingling that you feel in your chest is now expanding to the rest of your bodies. Uh, you can no longer feel any external stimuli now that you're breathing this in. She just starts saying Bjorn Abyss. Ah, there he is. Can you feel him? And your vision, as you're looking around, you close your eyes to blink, and almost immediately, you and Nyx are surrounded by complete darkness. You guys look around, and in your peripheral to your to below you, you look over at each other, and you guys can see through each other. You guys are like, imagine like a, a normal like a white ghost. You can see all the outlines of Nyx and Thrym's body as you're looking at each other, and it looks like from your chest, extended out about five feet, is like this umbilical cord that goes into a ball, and both of you are attached to that ball. She goes, don't be alarmed, that is your link. That is where you will come back. If you touch that, you'll come back to me. In a way, you guys are in the abyss. As you guys look around, uh, you guys look down, and you see a fuzzy light. She goes, just think about moving, and you'll go where you want to. Guess I'll think about moving towards the light. Okay. Nick, you're following. This is the abyss. Right? As far as you know. What do I see? Huh? What do I see? Uh, currently, you see darkness. Everything look, seems a little fuzzy. Um, but you're currently you're in darkness, and there seems to be fuzzy light below you. But currently, yeah, it's all just pitch black. All right. I'll, I'll follow through him. Okay. Uh, you guys, you start plummeting. You guys are noticing the, the you still have like that umbilical cord in your chest, and it's like kind of going around your body and up north, like it's extending with you. Um, the fuzzy light is getting brighter and brighter. You guys feel like you're going like a hundred meters a second, like it's insanely fast. And below you, the fog lifts, and it looks like uh, a like the you were looking down upon like a mountainous area. The, the the rock looks very red. You'd assume it was rock. And as you bomb closer and closer, it's starting to look like an overview of like a battlefield. You see a whole bunch of these very large 
indentations in the ground as you come closer and closer, and they're starting to look like these massive craters in the ground. Thrym, you get this, like, tingling feeling. There's one that's larger than the other ones, and you start drifting towards that. And closer and closer, you see something is standing in the middle of this crater. And Nyx, you're following very close behind him. You guys are bombing through this. Uh, you guys aren't seeing anything besides this rocky, what looks like to be some battlefield that had had all these massive explosions. You look inside, and closely, you see a lone figure standing in the middle. And Thrym, you recognize that as Bjorn. As you get closer, you guys are 20 feet away. You see the massive hulking form of Bjorn wielding this giant mace. He's breathing very heavily, but he looks fine. Um, you look towards his leg, though. It looks like there's a manacle connected to chains, and the chains look like they're into the ground. It lo the, upon closer examination to the, the mace he's carrying, it looks like it's cracked at its hilt. As you're looking at him, he's looking around. It looks like he's surveying the top of the crater. You guys are maybe 20 feet down into this crater. Uh, you guys look around and you hear this rumbling. And as you look around, you start seeing little bits of rock and debris start to shake. Um, Bjorn spins around and looks towards you, Thrym, but he looks through you at that angle of the crater. Um, he looks like he braces for something. Um, suddenly, countless massive spiders, scorpions, and driders rush into the crater. Bjorn readies himself for the onslaught. The first swift scorpions rush and descend upon him, attempting to sting him. Bjorn deftly moves to the side, smashing one with his club and grabbing a tail with his free hand. He raises the scorpion above his head and heaves it into the closest group of spiders. A drider rushes up from behind and jabs him in the back with a spear. Bjorn does not seem to respond to the blow as he swings the club wide to repel a wave of spiders. Another drider joins the fray and snaps a whip to grasp his free arm. Bjorn's pulled in the direction of the drider as a scorpion sting lands a blow on the hand holding the club. It clatters to the ground as the remaining horde of spiders begin to bite and gnaw at his prone body. Bjorn lays motionless as the driders watch. Then as quickly as it began, the arachnids retreat back to the crater walls and evacuate the site of the massacre. As you guys look in shock at Bjorn's body on the ground, it begins to glow with a violet energy. He starts to stir and stand up, manacle still attached to his leg. A disjointed voice in the darkness cackles. What's wrong, Protector? You've lasted much longer than that the hundred times before. Getting a bit tired, are we? Bjorn spits blood onto the ground and stands up. He looks to the sky and then flips off whatever's above him. Very well, the feminine voice says. We shall continue until you tell us what we want to know. Suddenly, Nyx and Thrym, you feel a pain in your chests. The battlefield is yanked away from you as you guys explode into the sky. All of a sudden, you guys stop. The battlefield still looming below you. 
and three floating spectral clouds with red glowing eyes are staring at you about five feet away. You hear in your heads, you aren't supposed to be here, mortals. You hear the elder shout into the vision, you need to get back quickly to the tethers. You've been there for too long. And right as she says that, and you guys go to turn around, uh, you guys take uh, 13 points of psychic damage as the clouds jolt out and touch you with these like tornado-like appendages. What do you guys do? I would say we retreat. Yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> grab the uh, cord like she told us to to get pulled back up. Sure. Okay, yeah. and you guys you guys go to run away and you guys are bolting through the sky. Um, the clouds are beginning to chase you, but you see like the orb up ahead of you, which your tether attaches to. And before the spectral clouds can touch you again, you guys grab a hold. You guys jolt and you're back in the room with the elder. You both feel immensely exhausted from the ordeal. The elder is back mixing something new in her mortar. You just hear her say, I recognize that necklace you're wearing, by the way. She's talking with you, Thrym. Felt bad for him. He did fight on his own accord. He was forced to. Uh, the elder turns around and there's a single tear rolling down her cheek. We inherited an ogre once. It was left by its mother because of its kinder nature than most of its kin. We took it in. We named him Otius. He disappeared about 10 years ago and never came back. He was like a child to me. So you, I, we did kill the person controlling him, but we could do it without killing him first. I'm sorry to hear that, but thank I you for tried everything I could to get him to stop fighting. I appreciate that. I couldn't help but see that when you first came in, but I didn't want to say anything. Come, I have something to give you. And she has you sit near her. And it looks like she has like a sharp needle and like a paddle. So you sit down with her? Yeah. Okay. She just takes your head and cranes it back so your neck is exposed. And she dips the needle into something and then holds it up to your skin and begins to use the paddle. And she begins to, like, etch something into your skin. Nice. And the entire time she's doing that, this, uh, Nyx, as you're looking on, uh, like, silent tears are rolling down her cheeks. About an hour and a half goes by. And she finally, like, sits back. Uh, Thrym, you feel a tingle on your neck where it's applied. 
and it is a tattoo of a symbol. I don't have that right now, but I'll get that to you. And it says it the symbol it just says stone on it is what it means in a rune. And so she just turns to you and speaks. Can you understand this? Yes. All right. Maybe this will help you out in the world on the surface a little better. And she smiles with a little bit of sadness. And that is where we will leave off. Well, before we leave off, I'm going to take the necklace that I got from uh, Cordell. I'm going to take it off and hand it to her. Oh, you lovely man. She just takes it very gingerly and puts it around her neck. Cool. So in the mechanical standpoint, you now understand common. Nice. Now you can talk shit to people again, and they'll actually <laughs> understand you. And I don't have to teach you shit. You don't have to do nothing no more. Finally. <laughs> how uh, how much more XP do you guys have until six? Uh, about two twenty. Or twenty two hundred. Twenty two hundred. Uh, throw like, your throw your. Yeah, we're at twelve eight. We need fourteen. Fourteen. This is this is the resolution of a nice story point. So I'd say uh, make you guys make yourselves level six. All right, fourteen hundred even then. Yeah. Cool. And we can plan nice. ice. That blocks and shit. Thanks for sticking with us, Pat. I love yeah, you, man. Thanks, Pat. Knowing my friends had a good trip fills me with determination. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So off the record of our podcast. Yeah, no, that, that fight wouldn't have been too, too bad. If you guys decided to fight that. I legit had no plans for you guys to just silently steal that, by the way. <laughs> that was good. I expected you guys just to fucking, like, waltz in there like you own the place and fucking try to throttle the thing. Good thing we brought that dog with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, fucking there, dog. There, there's no way you guys will probably fight something like this again, so... I'll uh, I'll give you the skinny on it. You guys ever heard of a game called Subnautica? Yeah. Uh, so there's two creatures I stole from that. There's a creature called the Mesmer, and the big creature was called an Ampiel. Because I was uh, I was playing that about like four weeks ago, and I'm like, I gotta make some fucking like Subnautica monsters <laughs> and this shit. So the uh, the met the the little fish they're not horrible, but they can charm you, and they want you to move closer to them, and then they would bite at you and do damage, essentially like wasting your turn. And but the ampule, that's that's where I was like really excited. So it has uh, lightning shield. Any creature that starts their turn within five feet of the ampule uh, gets hit with a melee attack, or or hits it with a melee attack, 
takes 1d10 lightning damage. Oh, so I was just going to die. You were just going <laughs> to take damage. And it has a, a recharge ability called Shock. And anything within oh. 15 feet must make a DC 15 dex saving throw uh, or take 5d8 lightning damage. So it like it like does like this like lightning nova. But it has a recharge, kind of like a dragon's breath. But it only had like one bite, which was like 3d8 damage, so it wasn't like horrible. But yeah, since we didn't do that encounter at all, I just wanted to talk about my thing. But luckily for me, uh, all the stats were actually provided online. So I didn't need to like agonize over a chip. But 100% no, it's like it had no bonuses for wisdom. And their like intelligence is jack shit. So uh, with your stealthy approach, you guys totally like had a really good advantage with that whole thing. So I was like, okay, I need to turn this into like a turn-based thing. And every single time Pat moved, I needed to roll to see if they would, like, care to investigate. And I fucking rolled so horrible throughout that whole goddamn thing. <laughs> but that was fun. That's fucking, fucking rogues, man. Fucking rogues, Sneaky, man. sneaky. I love it. Fucking rogues and stupid monsters. Yep. It's a good combo, oh, right? Pretty lights. I'm just picturing like three cats being distracted by a laser. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty accurate. Just one of them. Just one of them was like thirty feet long. <laughs> Firing off lightning bolts. Yeah, All right, fellas. Know. Good sesh. Good sesh. Good sesh. Yeah. Hell yeah. See you later, Pat. Get some sleep, bud. See you tomorrow, good, dude. Good night. Good night. Goodbye.